Hi, I'm Elizabeth Benoist, and you're listening to Supergirl Radio. McGurk! I love typing. Not mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? Is becoming a human burrito a plus or a minus? I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because she looks like a boss in this coat. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. Welcome to Supergirl Radio, your source for all things related to the CW Supergirl TV series and the character of Kara Zor-El. My name is Rebecca Johnson. I'm Morgan Glennon. And for this episode of the podcast, we are live and wired on the Supergirl Radio Facebook page and the DC TV podcast YouTube channel to learn about the Cancer Gets Lost charity auction with co-founder Joe. And is it Garfine or Garfine? It's Garfine. Garfine. I meant to ask you earlier, and I always try to make sure that we uh, pronounce people's names correctly because I'm not a big fan of it when I'm uh, referred to as Rachel. So I like to make sure. (laughs) You'd be surprised how many Rachels I get. (laughs) So Garfine. Okay, so we are with Joe Garfine of Cancer Gets Lost, which is a charity auction going on right now. Uh, So we're going to be talking about that for this episode of Supergirl Radio. So welcome to the podcast, Joe. Thank you for being with us. Thank you so much for having me. This is a great joy, and I'm really looking forward to talking to you about not only the charity auction, but the items from your universe, which is the DC TV universe, that are in the auction and the kind cast and crew who have donated them. Yeah, we are definitely going to be talking about the DC items, but we may have some lost bleed over. Um, I am also a uh, <laughs> big, uh, big Lost fan. Morgan and I uh, su- talk about Lost a surprising amount. On Super- we, we we work it in on Supergirl Radio as much as possible. We're like, how is this Lost related? Fair. <laughs> and not only how is this Lost related, how can we make it Lost related? <laughs> Welcome to my world. <laughs> so, uh, so we may talk about some of that too. I don't know. Uh, but uh, thank you for being with us to uh, talk about this uh, very important charity auction that y'all have got going on right now. Um, but before we get into talking about the uh, Cancer Gets Lost charity auction, uh, there is a question that we always ask our, our first time guests on Supergirl Radio. It's something that we you know, just like to kind of get the, the baseline for people when they come on to, <laughs> to a Supergirl <laughs> podcast. And that question is, how did you meet the character of Supergirl? Do you remember the first time maybe you saw Supergirl or, or, or you uh, heard about Supergirl? Do you remember uh, that first time? For me, because I'm old, hashtag old, it would be the Helen Slater Supergirl. And so that's how I was introduced to that character. Um, I At that, that time, I don't think I'd read any of the comic books, but I was a huge fan of that movie, and I still think it's pretty great. And so is she. Um, as for the show, um, a lot of people I know were watching it and talking about it on social media, so that's when I started watching watching it. And I'm a huge fan of Alex Danvers, so that is what keeps me there. 
Yeah, uh, Morgan and I actually had a debate about Supergirl, the movie that you might be interested in. <laughs> we had a, we had a formal we debate. Did. We did. I was like, "What? What is this movie that I'm watching?" <laughs> Morgan made a fantastic PowerPoint. Uh, to I, our boy, I, I did. There were screenshots. <laughs> I was like, "Is anyone going to save Argo?" <laughs> <laughs> That's the big question in that movie. I get it. I get it. It's it's definitely um it's aged a little when you watch it in 2022, but the um the spirit of it lives on. I still enjoy it. Yeah, I I argued on behalf of a Supergirl the movie being uh, pretty good. I mean, not maybe the best movie in the For world the but time, it, but it, but it it does have a pretty faithful adaptation of a Supergirl in the Silver Age. So it was a pioneer, if yeah. you will. Yeah, there I you go. It, I think a lot of it, uh, you know, kind of has has uh, led over into some other Supergirl adaptations. So there's a lot to be thankful for uh, with Supergirl the movie. I I. I also think it gets a little bit of a bad rap too. So I'm with you on that, Joe. So thank okay, you for good. sharing, sharing that. <laughs> All right. So let's talk about uh, what, what you are uh, doing this week. This is a, bit, a pretty big week for you. you. So uh, if you would tell our uh, listeners and our viewers on the live stream, um, uh, what is cancer gets lost and uh, why did you uh, want to found it and uh, keep it going this, this many years later? Okay, well, um, I told some of this on a Legends podcast, so I'll keep it kind of short, but long story, not really short. Um, I was a really big fan of Lost, obviously, and then I had a, a somewhat successful theory, Lost Theory blog that it was a no negativity allowed, constructive criticism only in discussion. This is long before Facebook. This was MySpace era. <laughs> and um, it, it, it just sort of, uh, it, it rolled into something bigger and I had a nice audience when social media was really starting. And when the show ended, um, I met a lot of fans in Los Angeles at the official lost auction that we had only been friends online virtually. And we met, um, one in particular, uh, my friend Jared is, um, take my enthusiasm. There he is. And multiply times 108. And that is Jared Wong. Um, he had just binged the whole show. He never watched it like we did. He watched it all at once, right when it ended. He like caught on the last season, caught up with the show, watched the last season. Very enthusiastic. Knows actually more about Lost than me, which is hard to say out loud. <laughs> um, and we were disappointed that that official Lost auction did not donate any of the proceeds to charity. And they made a few million dollars, which the props were amazing. I priced out early, did not wind up with any of them uh, myself, but I was a minor collector at that point. And we sort of brainstormed. I had a friend with uh, a brain tumor with brain cancer, and I wanted to do something for her. And the, the idea was sparked at the auction. We have a, a decent following on social media with a lot of kind humans in this fan community. We want to, we have some memorabilia in our personal collections. Maybe we could eBay it. And then we just sort of came up with the idea of cancer gets lost out of that it took two years to get it all going. We have a fiscal sponsor because when you're a tiny, tiny um, nonprofit like we are, they, they are a philanthropic organization that specializes in handling the finances of tiny 401c, 401, hi, 501c3. <laughs> they, have, they have the status. They take care of our finances for us. And then we get to operate and work on all the creative, the curation of the items and the building of the auctions. And they handle all the the, the money, which I prefer, and I am not good at that part. I'm good at this part. Um, <laughs> so it's great. We got a fiscal sponsor. We have all these people. And we launched our first auction in 2012. So remember, it was two years after Lost ended, so it was fresh. And the fandom is still very rabid for anything related to the show. We got a bunch of items. And Bad Robot, Friends of Bad Robot, donated stuff from other shows like Fringe. And we put it online and 
it made $65,000 for the National Brain Tumor Society, which wow. is unbelievable to this Whoa. day. Since then, we have had a major auction every two years because it takes me two years to curate and build them. In between, we've had a few small auctions at um, conventions, fan conventions, and that kind of thing. Um, we have raised since 2012, so 10 years, over $325,000, and we donate every single cent to cancer charities. That is amazing. Um, uh, just a quick question. You, may, you, may, you mentioned uh, smaller versions of it at conventions. Is that yes. something that you would ever want to like expand out and do on a bigger scale? Absolutely. I'd actually like to pare down and not do these giant ones that take two years. I like to do smaller ones. So back in the day, um, you know, we had uh, lost conventions in Hawaii. I would obviously do them there. Um, and then I was really involved with the hundred fandom, another CW show, very good friends with the cast. And I did a bunch of auctions at their conventions. So um, through the year, those are the main ones that I've just, and then just me, I attend everything from wizard, wizard world to WonderCon to San Diego comic-con. It's where I met Morgan. I'm sure we met <laughs> online first. <laughs> But um, then I just now I'm just in the I'm in the collection curation and collection. So I go to these conventions. Um, I'm not as involved into any specific fandoms right now, but anyone can invite me if we have enough items amassed from that particular cast and crew. I'm happy to put a table out and for an hour do a, a fun live auction and people can bid and go get a drink, come back. And, you know, like it, that's what we do. And we've raised thousands and thousands of dollars in these hour long auctions at fan conventions. So I'm I'm open to it, world. Well, uh, I, I say that because I go to Dragon Con every year, and this yes. would be something that I think Dragon Con would be into. Dragon Con also like does like a like a fundraiser every year, but uh, I think this would be like a really fun uh, couple hour panel or something where people could come in and, and bid on something. I, I think fans at Dragon Con would really like that. So if you're interested in that, just let me know, and I'll try to reach out to some people I know. Absolutely uh, there. I've been a dragon on my parents used to live in Atlanta. So oh, yeah. um, it was really fun. I went before it was huge. Right? I remember it was Fringe's first year in the air. And there was a panel called Lost versus Fringe, which is better, which is hilarious. Because you just, <laughs> that's, that's apples and apples. Um, and the moderator didn't show up. So they pulled me on stage to moderate the panel. <laughs> Obviously Lost won the argument that year. That's all I'm saying. I mean, that's that's cl clearly the winner. I think that should be the winner every time. And I, I'm, just bi I'm just biased. I mean, I, I love Fringe, but not to the extent. Yes, yes. Obviously lost has in my heart. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, that's cool. I think that would be a really cool way to uh, expand it out and then um, kind of hit different people and kind of bring more awareness to it. So I uh, just, just uh, wanted to put that uh, in your ear. If, uh, if you ever thought about that. In terms I, of I appreciate it for sure, because you know, the next step for us would be more in-person uh, auctions like that. And the problem is when you get involved with a larger organization like Comic-Con, I even said, can I have, I don't even need a booth. I know they're $5,000. Can I have a table where people could come and drop off items that they want in a lottery that they don't want? And they said, no. And they're a nonprofit. I get it. It's a giant organization. So I literally meet at the San Diego library at Comic-Con and go, I'm going to be here Friday at five o'clock. If you have any stuff you want to donate and people bring items. So that's awesome. If I had a table at a convention, I would have a, a space with bags. That's for sure. That is, <laughs> that's actually a really great idea. That's, that's awesome that you do that. And just to, for context for our listeners, because I, I have personal experience with this, um, is that uh, Joe's lost blog was amazing. Uh, before Joe came <laughs> on Super Radio, I had only known her through 
the Lost blog that she did. So, uh, so that that goes way back. I mean, that's back in the the Lost podcast with Jay and Jack days mm-hmm. for me. So, um, so Joe and Thank I go you. way back. She just didn't know it. Uh, so, <laughs> I love so. that you read my Lost blog, and we're talking like 2007, 2008, all the way to the end of 2012. So 2010. So I appreciate that. You're an OG. Yeah, yeah, no, I uh, I always liked reading your thoughts because you did bring it was it was a, a well written, good quality analysis of the show, and I really appreciated that. So, uh, so I just wanted to personally thank you for, for that good blog that you did about Lost. Well, thank you. Um, so, just wanted to put some context around Joe's experience with Lost <laughs> and and uh, kind of what that meant to to people Lost fans of that time. So that's really really awesome. Uh, so I, I don't want to talk about loss too much because we do need to talk about some DC items <laughs> that, that are in the auction. So, uh, Joe, you said that you have some with you that, that you wanted to, to show off. Well, yes, because I knew I'd be coming on the live stream, which this is so cool. By the way, this is my very first live stream. Um, I do podcasts about Westworld and I've been a guest on many podcasts and panels at cons. But this is super cool. So thank you for having me. Sure. Um, and I know you have photos as well, but um, I'll start alphabetically and go with, well, actually, no, I'm going to go with B because it's right here. So I'm going to start with Batwoman. Okay. Um, I'm a, <laughs> that's probably my favorite current show um, in your universe. You, I mean, all y'all. Um, so I'm excited that Funko finally released a Funko exclusive uh, Batwoman pop. So I, I jumped on that right before the auction because I knew I already had this, which is one of my favorite poses of hers. Um, it's an autographed. Javicia Leslie, Batwoman photo. It's got the original COA. And by the way, Cancer Gets Lost uh, provides a certificate of authenticity for every item in our charity auction. Just for those who collect such things where it matters <laughs> to them. Um, for Legends of Tomorrow, we also have a Katie Lotz signed White Canary Pop. The reason I love these is they're vaulted. So they're no longer production. Uh, they're hard to find new, let alone signed. And so I think that they're real cool collectible. And one of the reasons we do pops is... Almost everyone has a desk. I know everyone's working from home. A lot of people have been working from home over the last two years. But generally speaking, having something on your desk like this not only has people, it lets them know what kind of shows and films you're into. It's a conversation piece when you say, oh, I actually um, donated $100 to this charity um, because I wanted to help out my aunt who is going through recovery right now from chemo. And I also love Legends of Tomorrow. So it's a win-win. And then that introduces them to cancer gets lost. So really it's a win for everybody. I mean, the, o- the only thing I would recommend if you did display items in your office, uh, this this may or may not be personal experience, make sure that you put the action figures behind where the people sit because if they put them, if you put them behind you, they're just staring at the they're just staring at the action figures. They're, they're not listening to a word that you say. So not, not that that's ever happened to me, uh, but people no, get distracted not. by uh, the Justice League on your shelf. So, uh, so, so <laughs> make sure you put the pops uh, behind your where your guests sit. Uh, and that, I had them on my windowsill at my last job, and I didn't realize the sun um, made oh, them. It just no. like del- the whole backs of some of the pops just went away from all the sunshine oh, through the windows. No. So that was bad. And also, I use these plastic covers, and that keeps people who pick up and touch them from ruining the autographs. So I always use the uh, pop covers. I shift them Mark. this way, and I tell people to if they put them on display, to maybe use the plastic. Just FYI. Um, yeah, be also, strategic with your pop placement and uh, make sure you maintain <laughs> them well. Is what we learn something new every day. Yeah. Uh, to go along with the pop, my friend Kira is an amazing artist, and she donated tons of art. This Aww. is a white canary drawing, and that is going to go along with the pop. So I like to have packages of items. Um, and then we'll get into Arrow. 
I have a lot of items from Arrow. Um, Jared, my CGL co-founder, used to work for certain conventions, and the Arrow cast would always be there. And they were very generous. They knew about Cancer Gets Lost. Um, and so they were very open and willing to donate and sign. And so we would bring pops to get signed. And, you know, whoops, this way. Hi. Uh, as you yeah, know, Emily yeah, doesn't do a lot of conventions, uh, but she did sign right here. Again, it's in the plastic cover. So this is also vaulted and more rare, which I love. The Felicity uh, Pop. Felicity <laughs> Pop. Uh, I know a lot of people don't watch DVDs anymore, but this is a DVD signed by, let's see, Katie, Stephen, Katrina, and Willa, I believe. You could always take this out and frame it if you don't want the DVD. I know you can stream it. I'm just saying. <laughs> this, this is an important question to clarify. Which yes. Kate, which Katie are you talking about? Oh, sorry. Katie Lotz. Okay. Okay. All right. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Katie Cassie, Katie Lotz. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. I was Double like, oh, I, haven't had, I haven't had anything from Casey Cassie. Casey? Katie Cassie in years. So thank you for clarifying. Okay. This is a, a fun one. Remember back when loot crates were a big thing and everyone ordered them and they were they had different themes? Well, a lot of people had one or two items in each loot crate box they didn't want. So I had a friend send me like six boxes of random loot crate stuff. And this is <laughs> one of them. It's actually a hood ornament. It's an arrow hood ornament. <laughs> so you can see the visual on the back. There's a flash and an arrow one. So I think you can literally put this on your car. It's like, it's plastic, but it's super fun. And I was like, I'll put that in the arrow package. That sounds great. Um, also, for those who collect arrow trading cards, um, oh. we, they were donated without any information, so we don't know if it's a complete set. Um, I don't think there are any autographs in there before you ask, because some people ask, and I don't know. Um, and then everyone knows Lord Mesa. Lord Mesa does amazing art for a ton of DC shows and fandoms, and there's like five prints in here. So we have a set. This is all in the same arrow package, by the way, a set of Lord Mesa prints, and he, he pretty much... Used to only sell them at cons before the pandemic, and now he has more on his site. But a lot of these are vaulted, and you can't get them anywhere. And then, yeah, last that's a that's a good that's a good package. That's a really good deal. Yeah, yeah I decided to make it one giant arrow package. Um, <laughs> and then, hilarious, awesome Colton Haynes. Who wouldn't want a shirtless photo signed by Colton Haynes? Yes. I, I mean, mean I wouldn't put it on my desk, but so that's random. just me. Well. He at conventions um a lot and he knows cgl and he's always he'll do videos for us and he'll donate photos and you know this one i'm sure someone that would be a very nice collectible for well i mean i the the autograph is just kind of the bonus i think <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it is. It is. you're like oh and he has there, i have one of him signed from um Teen Wolf, but he's fully clothed, unfortunately, for that That's one. not as fun. I know. <laughs> really not. Uh, okay, so for Supergirl, um, I have another, I have a, a print here by Kira, and this is a really cool Supergirl print, and that is paired with, it is a, a Supergirl adjacent, as you know, uh, Kyler Lee plays Alex Danvers on Supergirl, but I don't have anything specific for that character. I did go to her East of Eli concert in San Francisco a couple years ago, and she signed a couple items for us. Uh, and so this is one of them. So that's, I wish I had more, but for this particular auction, it's a really cool duo of those things. And then, uh, the flash. Okay. For the flash, I have a Jay Garrick pa package, which is an exclusive DC pop of him. And then a Lord Mesa print. So for those people who, sorry, you can see my lighting. <laughs> um, but I think the best thing in this whole, one of the best things in the whole auction, uh, I'm a huge fan of Candace Patton. This is a custom drawing. And looks looks like she's a halo with my ring light. Wait. <laughs> uh, yeah, so it's Candace Patton. She signed it. 
and she donated it. A fan made it for her and with his permission, she gave it to us. So this is super, super cool. And right now there's like one bid on it, people. So you should jump on it. Ooh, that's all uh, I'm saying. Um, opportunity. So that's an, that's an original. So that's like that's a one of a kind original. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't see a number. So I think it's just, it is what it is. He does uh, the black and white sketches. His name is Robin Overton. And he's known mostly for his walking dead art, but he's also ventured into the DC universe. So I there you I've go. I've seen some of his walking yeah, dead art. Probably. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. He's, it was a staple, all those conventions. Yeah. Um, so that's the main Arrowverse that we have. And if you'll permit me in the DC universe, I have sure. two shows represented that aren't necessarily in your universe, which is Lucifer and I zombie, which well, are based. I think, well, uh, Lucifer, I think Lucifer is, uh, was in crisis. Was in crisis. I did not know that. Yes. Uh, Spoiler alert. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Uh, I don't know if I zombie was, but they technically, they technically they were. Uh, are, okay. I think they're technically considered a DC TV show. Okay. It aired at the same time as everybody else. So. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a DC property. So that yeah, it is. Exactly. This is a DC podcast and life. This is a DC family here. <laughs> Excellent. Um, so my friend Kira, again, obviously likes this universe because she created this Mazikeen, uh art and had it signed by Leslie Ann Brandt, who I love Mazikeen. She's my favorite Lucifer character. I'm on season six, so it was one of my slow pandemic show catch-ups, so I think this is delightful. And then uh, Sweet Rose MacGyver, who, I don't know if you're watching Ghosts, but she's just she seems really delightful. I've never met her, but oh, she is she on Ghosts? I've she heard didn't. so much about I've Ghosts. She's the lead on Ghosts. Really? Oh, yeah, I've she's not... really gotten pigeonholed into like a ghost or a zombie. CBS, <laughs> CBS show, and like she I hate was to say Tinkerbell it. one time. Oh, oh that's really. right. That's, that's right. Once yeah. upon a time. Yeah. No, I I think a lot of people like me included. Oh, it's a CBS show. I probably won't like it. Which, but it's really fun and I've really uh, right I've now. Heard great things about it. I've heard it's one of the best sitcoms that's on right now. Yeah, it's it's sort of a I wouldn't even call it a sitcom. I think it's an hour-long show, but it's funny. It's got oh, it, takes, nice. it doesn't take itself seriously, which is what I love about Legends Tomorrow. They're very self-aware. I think Ghost is self-aware, which is unusual for a CBS show. That's just my um, so yes, here is Rose MacGyver's signed uh pop. I also vaulted, so it's super cool. And I can't offhand remember who got this from me at a convention, but a lot of times, and people ask this, how can I donate an item to cancer gets lost? Well, you don't have to necessarily go to convention, but if you do, you know that sometimes you get a signed poster for something that you just won or someone gives you an extra something or for whatever you want to buy something specific for cancer. That's fine too. But I usually just get a DM. You reach out on Twitter, you reach out on a direct message and email saying, Hey, Rose MacGyver is going to be here. Do you have any interest in a, in a signed iZombie pop? Absolutely. Or if they say, what about this? And I know that it's a show that maybe doesn't sell well in auctions. I might say, well, thank you anyway, but I'm good. So just reach out if you're ever in a situation where you might have something it's not even, it doesn't have to be a show that's on the air. Obviously it could be shows that uh, were popular or at least known at the time. Um, I mean, I have art signed by Leah Thompson from some kind of wonderful in this auction. <laughs> so that's not, We've recently talked about that as well. On Super so that's Girl not Rich. exactly <laughs> recent. Yeah. That just keeps coming back around on this show. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I like that movie, but I'm more of a um, Mary Stuart Masterson fan myself in terms of I mean, that, that's, that that's genre fair. of yeah. film. Yeah. Might have been my like, awakening is just seeing her in those films. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> With her little short, cute pixie cut. Yeah. That's that's for a different podcast. Okay. Um, <laughs> the rest of the stuff I have is from DC Films. Would you like to see those? Uh, I very much would. Yeah. Okay. Rebecca famously hates those. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Now this is this is hilarious. This is dated. Um, let's see, February seventh, two thousand nine. 
and it is coffee beans, promotional coffee beans from Watchmen the movie. Okay, I don't want to give, I don't want to play my cards too early, but that that's something that I might bid on. <laughs> Rebecca's and, like, and oh, I will, oh. I will fight somebody for Patrick it. Wilson. Looking good, still, still looking good uh. enough, man. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, I wouldn't brew them, but it's, again, <laughs> if you put this on your desk and people walk by and they say Vite Industries, how do I know that? I mean, obviously, for those of us who love the new Watchmen show that Damon Lindelof did, it's more present than it was. Um, it's a whole different experience. I know there are people who like both for different reasons. Um, but yeah, this is so random. I actually have gotten this donated twice now, which is hilarious. Huh. How are there so many of these floating around? <laughs> I mean, they're not sticking universe. together, so that sounds good. That, that yeah. would look great in my office. Uh, I, I think that would be a really great addition. <laughs> <laughs> right behind you, as as you know, not people. not behind me, behind the people who sit in front of me. Yeah, let them stare. Speaking of someone pretty to stare at, um, Jason Momoa. That's all mm -hmm. we need to say. Yes. Okay. Not hard on the So eye. nice. He, he used to do a few cons during the Game of Thrones time and obviously Aquaman. So I have an Aquaman pop from Batman versus Superman, but he signed oh. it. And twice. God bless him. He every, I don't know if he does this for everybody, but he always makes sure to sign it here and here for us. So it's signed twice by Khal Drogo, a.k.a. Aquaman. Yeah, and you have a uh, Batman v Superman package, yes? Yeah, so in that, I also just <laughs> Now have... you're speaking Rebecca's language. Yeah, so <laughs> Superman, just, it's not signed. I have never met Henry Cavill or been to a con where he's been, but I do have the Batman versus Superman, Superman, and also Superman versus Batman paper wallet. So it's just a fun little. It'd be perfect for a con. You could put it in your front pocket. No one will rip you off. I'm I'm really <laughs> going to have to take Rebecca's a look at like, my oh, bank no. account. <laughs> Yeah, it's not terrible, that package. No. So funny enough, um, when I was a kid, my favorite and still my favorite character of all time is Superman. And because when I was a kid, I wanted to write for a newspaper and I wanted to help people at night and save lives. So now not it is not it, this does not come from a place of ego when I say that I got half of that. I get to help people at night. This is what I do. This is what I do, and I, I don't I don't get paid for it. We don't keep a dime. We donate all the money. What this is a totally it's it's an elevated hobby, I would say. I do this I out of out of love and out of need because unfortunately cancer touches everybody, whether it's a friend, a family member, your next door neighbor, a teacher. And we've all experienced it, unfortunately, losing people to cancer. And with modern technology, there's so many amazing cures, I think, that are out there. And this cancer uh charity that we chose for this auction. We donate to a different cancer charity every year because there's so many in need out there. So many nonprofits aren't the big names. You don't, you don't hear about them. So we chose the Colorectal Cancer Alliance to receive 100% of our proceeds from this online charity auction because I have two friends around my age who are recovering from colon cancer. It was a very big surprise. They both got it. But mm. nowadays there are kits you can get to test at home and the safety and the comfort of your own home uh, to test for colon cancer at younger ages, which they're trying to get the word out. So this organization helps educate, brings awareness um, that it happens to people of all ages. And in honor of our friends, we're very happy to be able to donate this money. Um, I will tell you that, you know, every year, a couple of years ago, we donated to the pancreatic cancer uh, society because my mother-in-law passed away of that. Um, my dad is in remission from blood cancer, thankfully. Mm -hmm. And so we donated to the um, American Cancer Society because they do a lot of blood cancer work. And so there's always a personal connection, unfortunately. So I'll always have a cancer organization to donate to, but that is why we choose. And people have tried to pitch me and I get it, but for, uh, you know, I just, 
I always have a personal connection and that is, uh, and really keeps me going and inspires me to keep doing this. Uh, well, speaking uh, from a personal connection, I am actually a breast cancer survivor. Uh, in 2014, I went through treatment for HER2, uh, HER2 positive stage three breast cancer. Um, so uh, just to, to prove my oh, wow. <laughs> prove, prove my situation, um, uh, I, I actually asked about Katie Cassidy because I actually got my picture made with uh, both Katie Cassidy and Katie Lotz. Uh, That's so cool. <laughs> during the time when I was doing radiation treatment. So, um, so I I actually uh, would like to thank you personally from a personal standpoint for raising money um, for all of these charities and for cancer research and all the things you do. And um, you, you may not uh, be able to fly and have use uh, heat vision out of your eyes, but if Batman v Superman, Dawn of Justice has taught me anything, if you seek Superman's monument, look around you. You, you are Superman. You are doing those things because you are helping other people. So I just wanted to encourage you in that way because, you know, we, we may not be able to have superpowers and sometimes we're not invulnerable. Sometimes we do get cancer, but you, you are able to do, you're doing amazing things. How much money did you say you already raised? Uh, $325,000 in for total for the last 10 years. Yeah, that's amazing. That's, and, that's and an amazing, amazing thing. I will say that, well, thank you very much. I'm so glad you're here with us and I'm so glad that you are recovered. And my sister-in-law just got declared cancer-free from breast cancer as well. And so, uh, but the technologies that that they advances they have made for that is absolutely incredible. And I know, you know, firsthand, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very touched. Thank you for sharing that with me. And this particular auction, we're doing double what I expected. I mean, you know, it's a pandemic. It's our first auction during a pandemic. A lot of people's first during these last two years. And I kept postponing it. There's never a good time. Uh, we've had to limit the number of international bidders because of not only the price of fuel, but the global supply chain and the shipping costs and the custom costs are exponentially high right now. So people are following the instructions on the website, which is just email me if you're interested, if you have an address outside of the US because a lot of people have friends here or an office here or a family member they can have me ship it to and later on they can get their auction item because they do want to help. Um, but we are double what right now in the midsection of this auction what I thought we would be. So I am so humbled and, and honored and inspired. I think fandoms get a bad rep because the loud ones online give fandoms a bad rep, but the, the internet can be a cesspool. But in the complete opposite way, things like Candidate Sauce and these online fan communities are um, illustrating and highlighting and illuminating the path to show that kindness exists on the internet and people have such positive intent. And that is what fuels me every day. Yeah, uh, fandoms are uh, automatically uh, organized in such a way that it it makes it easy to uh, raise money and get behind a cause that everybody can uh, help out with and have a lot of... uh, belief in uh in accomplishing so uh fandoms are naturally just good places to to raise money for for things like that um uh are are there any other items that that we might need to know about i think you maybe hit all of the the dc things um i I did want to mention uh there there's a gotham umbrella do you do you have that do you have the umbrella oh (laughs) It is. It's just one of those typical long 
umbrellas. And of course, I want to open it because I'm not dumb in the house, but there it is. Uh, <laughs> it's not used, but I had to open it to show you the graphic. But thank you for reminding me because that was sitting over there. <laughs> yes, uh, Gotham, one of one of my favorite interpretations of Batman. So uh, I hope I'm not going to lose more money on that one, too. <laughs> <laughs> Rebecca uh, just fuels the, like, uh, the whole you're, auction. You're, you're going to make some money out of me. There's also a Batman package um, that people can bid on. Uh, so I wanted to yes, make sure. It's, yeah, so it's a multi-tool and a keychain. So like you can open your beer with a bat wing. Who doesn't want to do that? Oh, my God. A multi-tool. <laughs> that's a very Batman thing to have. <laughs> exactly. And again, it's one of those things that someone sent me all their loot crate extras. And I was like, I'll put a Batman, Batman package together. Why not? And I haven't Why seen, not? I haven't seen the Batman yet, but I'm excited to. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think uh, Batman is always very popular. We we talk exactly. quite a bit on Supergirl Radio about how Warner Brothers loves Batman. DC Bat- loves Batman. Batman is forever. If you just wait long enough, there'll be a new Batman for you. <laughs> that the, is true. It's the Spider-Man of DC, yeah. I think. <laughs> I'm looking forward to Batgirl. That looks, that's going to be awesome. I'm excited about that one too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so Batman is always a, a seller. Some yes. somebody will probably bid on that. And the only thing other that from DC stuff, this is sort of DC ad- adjacent, sort of. Uh, but there is also a uh, V poster that's signed uh, by the cast of ABC's V, which Laura Vandervoort was in. Who right, played, yeah, connections. Uh, yeah, <laughs> who played Supergirl slash Kara Kent on Smallville. So if if you like Laura Vandvoort as uh, Supergirl or Laura Vandvoort as Indigo with her her great hand, hand acting, acting. Um, <laughs> you would you would love her on V. She's great. Lisa like steals the show. Her character like kind of saved the show in a lot of ways <laughs> for, for me when it kind of started going downhill in season two. I, I was two uh, for you. Yes. Liz, Liz Mitchell. I mean, I'm sorry, but my girl led the show. But should, should, should she have left Lost for that? No. <laughs> No. <laughs> so we, we could take a turn and go into an Elizabeth Mitchell uh, conversation. Elizabeth another Mitchell. podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we'll have to have you back on for uh, uh, just a, just a, an entire Elizabeth Mitchell episode. A special episode reason. of Supergirl Radio. I, I love Elizabeth Mitchell. <laughs> I feel very qualified to speak about her. <laughs> it's so funny of all all the Lost characters. Uh, it's it's funny too. Like all the the late fans that I know of every single one loves uh Juliet Burke every single isn't that interesting it is interesting it's really true I I one time went on a date where I knew it wasn't going to work out because (laughs) it was while Lost was airing he was like I don't like that Juliet and I was like I don't think I like you (laughs) I got a phone call I have to go (laughs) sorry I gotta gotta go okay thank goodness you never dated that person and you married the right person I know exactly and yeah that was a red flag yeah that's a red flag people (laughs) right especially if they're like oh I love Ben Linus and you're like wait 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 what yeah <laughs> I think I, I think how do you feel about Juliet from Lost should be like your one of a standard first date question. I'm just getting <laughs> yes. it out there. Don't ask about Kate. It's not an alley you want to go down. No, that's what I'm saying. No. no, that's all I'm saying. Yeah, the barometer of uh, how much you like Juliet Burke is really key to yes. knowing someone's yes. character. I think. Right. Well, I'll, I'll tell people uh, just generally other shows that we have that people might be interested. Oh yeah, in that's yeah. in the auction Cause, cause like Lost. Auction, yeah, the auction isn't just, you know, our universe, the DC universe. There's a, actually like, pages and pages and Six pages. pages. I, told, <laughs> I, I told my husband, I was like, you know, they've got they've got some wheel of time, like signed stuff. And he was like, 
Uh. <laughs> yes, our top three, top five bids, uh, four of them are the signed script covers from Wheel of Time. And I know it's a new show, but obviously the books have been around and they have a built-in fandom. Oh, yeah. One of my best friends is one of the executive producers on that show. So she and the showrunner, Rafe Judkins, lovely guy, was on Survivor back in the day. Um, I think that's they, the funniest thing that he was it is on so, Survivor. so great. Yeah, uh, they donated. They got the cast, and they signed all of them, including Ro- Rosamund Pike, who is a hoot and a half. Are you? Did you guys watch Wheel of Time? Oh, I I have to. I don't have okay. a choice. But it was it's it's fantastic. <laughs> Let's just say there was an infamous scene between um, Rosamund Pike and Sophie Ucanito, and um, they they know who their fandom is, and they wrote one of the infamous lines on the script cover, and that's they got the number one bid in the entire. Uh, auction and the line is on your knees oh my god that's so funny if you watch the show you know your audience that that is a good way to raise a little more money that's smart they're not dumb (laughs) (laughs) so we have wheel of time we have tons of winona herb that fandom has been so lovely and kind they have their own conventions they just did herpapalooza um the the showrunner emily and the cast are so nice at every convention i've been to uh so i have uh, many many items signed by them and some other rare items as well. Um, I have, I'm a big Westworld fan. And so I, you can't see it, but I, I'm in a, in my basement and I have the bar is a Westworld themed bar. So oh, I have all Westworld stuff awesome. over there. Yeah. Um, and so we have Westworld signed items and to keep in the bad robot theme, obviously fringe is huge. Person of interest. I know it aired a while ago, just like fringe, but those fans are very strong and very vocal and very, they're all from all over the world. Our most international bidders are for person of interest. It's fascinating. Ooh, interesting. Yeah. Something for everyone. But we also have Ted Lasso. We have limited edition art from Ted Lasso. We have a very rare Jersey from season one that has a the different sponsor on it. You know, the journalist Mo Ryan, who's amazing. Um, she lives two hours from me. We had, coffee and she gave me all these amazing pieces of swag she had from promotional items over the years and that's where also i get a lot of items as journalists and producers and actors will go from show to show and say they'll send me an email saying hey i'm leaving do you want this t-shirt yes please because you wore it once or it was for the cast crew only it says cast crew only on marvel on the sleeve yes i would love your t-shirt so um that's how we get items donated. We never have to ask. It's kind of, it's lovely. We've never really had to ask. Um, and so people just reach out. I mean, I just got an Instagram message and a post from uh, Emily DeRaven, um, who played uh, Claire on Lost and Belle on Once Upon a Time. We've met before a few times and she signed seven conventions, but we finally connected and she did a bunch of posts highlighting the items in the auction, which is amazing given her following. And again, that show, you know, in two years, it's the 20 year anniversary of Lost Pilot, you guys. And so oh, God. I'm so old. <laughs> that really makes me feel some things. <laughs> I feel like a grandma. But the beauty of that and of these other shows I've mentioned that are off the air is that because of streaming, people have discovered them. So we have a yeah. whole new audience and they want a piece of the show, whether it's a rare piece of art to put on their wall or a screen use prop. Like I've friends who from Fringe who sent me screen use props from Walter Bishop, which is so cool. Um, That's so cool. And then the prop master for Lost sent me a can of Dharma beer. And he said, I don't know if your screen <laughs> used, but we made it for the show. And that's good enough for everybody else. You know, it's a, it's a non-alcoholic beer under it. But for things like that, I have to ship only the United States because of laws. You can't ship liquid outside of the United States. Just FYI, people. And also, we have a bottle of, <laughs> we have a lot of Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead items. Also, at conventions and Comic-Cons. We have a bottle of Rick Grimes Pinot Noir. Sure. Oh, uh-huh. um, someone will like that on their shelf. Uh, I have a bottle. It's it's down there. I have a bottle of um, 
there's a winery in California that makes a bottle called 815, which happens to be the number of the lost Ooh. airplane. And I asked them about it and they said, that's our daughter's birthday, August 15th. And I'm like, okay, great. Let's pretend that it's for lost. <laughs> I bought a case. I give them out as gifts when I get go to visit people to get stuff signed. And then I have one over there signed by Jorge Garcia. So at the Rick Grimes wine, someone in the States, because that's all I can ship it to, will be psyched to have a Rick Grimes wine. Again, random, right? So yeah. <laughs> So yeah, Ted Lasso. I'm trying to think. There's so there's so so many shows. Um, the Expanse. Um, goodness, I'm like, if you don't mind, I'm just gonna literally scroll through the auction while I oh, talk to you. Yeah, because it, isn't, isn't Elizabeth Mitchell on the Expanse? She was on the Expanse. I think the- for a season. Yeah. Okay. I yeah. Just, I just figured. Just gotta connect it back to. We'd update everybody. Gotta connect it. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So Agents of Shield, and um, this was super cool nerd moment. Like. I could be a professional. I am usually when I meet with people to get items signed. Yesterday, Clark Gregg, Agent Colson himself, retweeted the Agents of Shield package. That was just huge. It doesn't even matter that he has a million gajillion followers. It's that it's <laughs> freaking Agent Colson. So I totally <laughs> just did a little dance and then I was like, oh my gosh, wow. Okay. So the reach that that has, you know, and then today someone who follows him highlighted the, the auction for uh, his followers and he has 70,000 followers. So this is how it steamrolls. Um, and so I just feel very lucky that we're guarding the right attention. Um, so shows like American gods, we have a, a pop sign by Ricky Whittle, um, the Americans, which is a terrific show, no longer on the air. I have nesting dolls, uh, with the characters painted on them. They're That's very cool. rare. <laughs> that so is cool. cool. Uh, <laughs> I have an Ant-Man pop signed by Paul Rudd himself. Paul Rudd? (laughs) America's sweetheart, Paul Rudd? (laughs) Ageless Paul Rudd. I mean, who doesn't love Paul Rudd, right? I mean, I guess you... I I think Paul Rudd is like one of the things that we can all agree on. It's just like, Paul Rudd's great. And also, maybe a vampire. Maybe a vampire. (laughs) Yes. Just not a pale one. Uh, We have limited edition vinyl uh, that is frameable. A lot of people don't necessarily listen to it. A lot lot of people do. But we have some really cool Bates Motel. Uh, It looks like blood strips all around the record. It's super cool because of the Bates Motel. And so Carlton Cuse, after Lost, you know, produced and wrote Bates Motel and The Strain. So we have packages for both those shows in here. uh, Because he and Damon Lindelof, who created Lost, have been the most generous human beings. Uh, they just literally had me bring a truck to LA and emptied out their marketing closet and moved on to their other shows. So between that and Michael Emerson, who is now on evil person of interest and lost, he donated a million items and um, I'm good friends with Jorge Garcia. He's been on a couple of shows, even Alcatraz which only lasted one season. He gave me one of his scripts and then we had a promotional box of um, Alcatraz items in it. And if you go to Alcatraz, I think you can request it. Jorge's voice does one of the tours. So you really? can have, you can hear his voice. The night tour is so creepy. I highly I recommend it. It's oh man, really now cold, I want to go to that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, like you're scrolling through. I love it. Breaking Bad and Black Panther and Birds of Prey. Oh, Birds of Prey. Wow. Oh, I have a pop somewhere. I meant to show you that. Yeah. I do have Journey Smollett signed Birds of Birds of Prey. Whoa, there we go. That canary. Really cool. Oh. I actually. I think That's, they're making a movie, right? Because I really liked her character. Yeah, I think they're uh, going to continue the Black Canary okay, character. Good. Yeah. yeah, so Breaking Bad, I have the Heisenberg hat, the same company that made the Heisenberg hat for the show, uh, made a couple for Comic-Con, and by a couple, I mean a couple hundred, but a friend gave me one, and it's numbered, and it's in the original box, and it's so cool. Oh, I remember when they gave that out at Comic-Con. Yeah. I was wearing the hat. I was like, well, how did you get that? Yeah, and the, <laughs> the price I got, it says $250, and that was twelve, you know, 10 years ago. So who knows? 
Who knows? So this is so fun. You can scroll through it. Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Amber Benson signed art, and then Captain Marvel package, Captain America package. Again, nothing signed, but, you know, Carol for my people. Everyone likes Carol. Um, <laughs> Charm, CW show. It's a promotional journal. This is super fun, you guys. I can walk with you. Chef. <laughs> so John Favreau, you know, long before The Mandalorian, a, a great writer and, and a director wrote and directed Chef and starred in it, the food truck movie with Scarlett Johansson. So there you go. Ah. So one season Marvel shows like Cloak and Dagger, we have items from that. Um, we have Colony Backpack from uh, Carlton Cuse's show, and it's got a little multi-tool in there if you need a backpack for camping. Hmm. Uh, as you know, Conan O'Brien does these Comic-Con shows, and he does limited edition funny pops for what's hot at the time. So he did a Star Wars fighter pilot pop from a, a Comic-Con a couple years ago. I, I'm super bummed that that this show didn't get continued from Netflix. It's Cowboy Bebop. And my friend Javi Grillo Marks watch from Lost and he did the middleman and he he did the Dark Crystal. And we have items from him from the Dark Crystal. He had the writer staff sign those t-shirts. So it's pretty amazing. So Daredevil, cool. Daredevil Marvel was on Netflix. We have a crew shirt. Listen, CSI Miami, someone's gonna want that photo signed by the cast. <laughs> you know? I'm just Amazing. saying. Yeah, when, when, when you say that you have items from like every single show that you can imagine, it's not just all genre stuff. Like we got CSI Miami. We got Ted Lasso in there. And I want to have items that appeal to all ages too. Like we have a little Westworld teddy bear. They don't need to know that it's wearing a creepy t-shirt. It's just a teddy bear. So if they <laughs> want to buy a teddy bear for their kid and, and help people with cancer, there you go. So this is the Dark Crystal stuff um, that is from their table read and the puppets wow. they made for the writer's room. Little stick figures. Um, yep, Dark Crystal. This is uh, Dark Matter. So there's uh, something for every one of these shows that not everyone watched as well. The Defenders, the Netflix show, uh, they use a Marrow, which is currently on. Dexter, you know, this is from the original Dexter. These are really cool numbered limited edition prints for Whoa. each season of Dexter. And they, if you watch the show, the graphics might make sense to you, like the the ice truck killer, etc. So yeah, the, yeah, the art the art in them is actually very yeah. cool. Just He's like very on cool. its own. And minimalistic art yes. is really neat. That's Dickinson, one of my favorite shows of all time on Apple TV Plus. Just spoke to I've, me. As I've got to watch that show. I've heard so many it's good things. It's beautiful and hilarious. Uh, there's Karen Gillan signed uh, from Doctor Who. Oh. And then we also have the very limited edition 13th Doctor uh, pop that was out at Comic-Con a couple years ago. So there's only a thousand of those ever made. Whoa. Yeah. That is rare. And then uh, Icarus and Cersei from the new Eternals movie. They're not super rare pops, but they're new exclusive versions. So I put them together since they're spoiler alert together in the movie. Um, <laughs> the Expanse Writer's Room Doodle. Uh, Fear the Walking Dead. As you know, Alicia Dedham Carey is a huge he has a huge fandom for many reasons across many shows. So we have photo with her and also Coleman Domingo, who should, will win Oscar one day. He's amazing at everything he does. Uh, Kim Dickens, my favorite from Deadwood. She signed the action figure. And who wouldn't want to wear Fear the Walking Dead flip-flops and his staff jacket? That's all I'm saying. Now, why would you want flip-flops during the zombie apocalypse? <laughs> that's going to be my question. I'm not saying mistake. we have practical <laughs> gifts in Austin. <laughs> I'm just saying that if it's hot one day and you're going to the pool, you might look cool in your Fear the Walking Dead flip-flops. I just don't think you're going to run very fast from <laughs> but, zombies. But in a zombie you're... apocalypse, you're going to want to leave those at home. <laughs> but you can grab your Fear the Walking Dead writing staff jacket for when it's cold. There you go. That's there something you, go. you might yeah. want to... And your beanie. Oh, See, yeah. You of beanie. course your beanie. So Maggie Grace lost, went on to Fear the Walking Dead. They cast and crew got a Fearopoly. It's the only cast and crew have it. And she signed it, too. So it's super cool. It's on the, you can see that she signed on the left side. Yeah. <laughs> is it a Monopoly game? Yeah. It's, but it's got 
Fear the Walking Dead, um, you know, different spaces on it, just oh, like a regular so Monopoly funny. board. Like I a, know. Like a weapons tax. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cool. We also have a Shit's Creek Monopoly, but it's not as dark and dark as this one. Yeah. It's not signed. <laughs> That's a poster signed by the cast. Um, again, Bad Robot, a Felicity chair magnet. You never know. You can frame all this random stuff. If, listen, if I had more for Felicity, I would put it in there. Uh, there's your flash packages. Um, Maggie Grace was also in a movie called The Fog. So there's a graphic novel and a poster and a DVD. Uh, the Fresh Prince poster. So I'm going to say about that. Um, Fringe, that uh, Amber from the lab is num was number one out of that series. There's only 285 pieces that were ever put out. And that is one of the top 10 items in our auction. It's crazy. Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's already got a, a pretty high bid. It's very uh, high uh, bid for that. Yeah, it's, it's just a great thing to, again, put on your desk. The fedora, you can't <laughs> go wrong with the fringe fedora from The Observer. Uh, we have some framed art from the executive producers of the show that they had in their office. And then, you know, smaller things like a notebook and a graphic novel and, you know, a computer laptop case, that kind of thing. Um, I'm friends with Jessica Nicole, who played Astrid, and she signed um, her cards inside of the fringe binder. The fringe poster has a high price on it because it's from before season one. It was a promo poster signed by JJ Abrams and the cast. Wow. So it's pretty unusual in that way. And so I got it rolled. So I just, I photographed it with the little poster holders, but yeah. it's true. It'll look great. Great. When it's framed, I think it's only 11 by 17. Those are the screen news items by Walter Bishop on the left. And then we go to Futurama, which is like a, a promotional kit for Futurama. And then we get into game of Thrones. We have, Bran Stark, King of the North, <clears throat> no comment, <laughs> signed by Isaac. Uh, and then we have some art and we have some limited edition stamp sets and coins that you can only get in the UK. And then we have, you know, nothing, Jon Snow, Kit Harrington signed. <laughs> and some, oh, there is Khal Drogo. There is signing on the top and the oh, bottom. Oh, there you go. Mm -hmm. It's so cool that you have so many Funko Pops because I know a lot of people get into really into collecting them. Yes. Mm -hmm. They have like big collections of Funko Pops. So like to have a signed one seems really neat. It is so cool. Like I love it. I, I have a pop display case, but mine aren't signed, but I just have my favorites in there. So yeah, I get it. Uh, that's a, a stamp set inside of there. And then a limited edition Masande and then a Night, the Night King signed his pop and he's on the dragon. So that's a cool box. Hmm. And there's a, also one of those Comic-Con only made a thousand. That's uh, Elena, Grandma, Grandmama from Game of Thrones. And then we have a bunch of art uh, and posters and that kind of thing. We have a get out package with this really cool art press kit. And then uh, I just added the DVD to it. Um, I don't know if you guys ever watched Getting On on HBO, but it's Niecy Nash. And it's it was just a dark comedy about um, people who worked in a nursing home. And it's hilarious so scrubs from that show a ghostbusters package of random ghostbusters stuff i bet darcy carden at atx tv festival delightful from the good place not a robot janet <laughs> sign that bless <laughs> there's the gotham umbrella thank you for doing this this is so fun to walk through it yeah if, if you have time i know there's a lot of stuff in here i have uh, time <laughs> halt and catch fire who wants a carry-on bag from halt and catch fire fire there you go Ooh. um now the handmaid's tale it's not the lightest show in the world, but my, my <laughs> dear friend here is a writer producer on that show. And she donated her amazing cast and crew exclusive. That's a brand new vest. It's lined. It's a really cool vest. We have mugs and uh, water bottles, that kind of thing. So again, not the lightest show, but it's so well done. I really, really like that show. And there's also a puffy jacket. And then we have one Harry Potter package. It's a stamp set signed by Katie Leung. And the rest are just, we have Harry Potter socks and a wand uh, and a Hagrid pop, that kind of stuff in that package. And so Hawkeye, we have brand new Elena pop 
finally they put out a Elena pop for Hawkeye Ooh. and then some, some cool pins. Um, Heather's is a show that the CW tried to put out and it was bad timing. And then I think they dumped it and put it out later, but they sent this really cool promotional box to a friend of mine and she gave it to me. Um, her universe. It's a really cool. I love her universe. Uh, a dress, a dress and a coloring book randomly, but that's, that's what I had. So I made a package. Um, <laughs> humans, another one season Marvel show. That's that. Um, Iron Fist, Netflix show for Marvel, now now on Disney+. Plus. Listen, this is random, but this is why I started at $5. Someone gave me a, an Iron Giant mask, and it's just a paper mask that would look really cool framed on a wall if you're a fan. <laughs> right? That's so cool. It's just a tiny piece of paper thing, but again, someone else's junk is our treasure, and it's for the best cause possible. So. That's sort of Superman adjacent. Uh, there you a go. Lot of, a lot of Superman fans like uh, the Iron Giant. Right, perfect. There's the Rose, Mc, uh, Rose McGavin. Wow, I can't speak tonight. There you go. The uh, I Zombie Pop, uh, a James Cameron uh, sci-fi book where he interviews like Guillermo del Toro, Steven Spielberg. It's really cool. Uh, and also one of the the biggest surprise so far for me is the Killing Eve package. It is a signed photo by the two leading ladies, by Jodie Comer and Sandra Oh. And then the rest of it is just some unsigned art and some pins from the show, which are great. Um, but I, I guess I'm very pleasantly surprised. I know the show is really hot right now and it's in its final season, but that is a very hot ticket item. So I'm very pleased. Yeah. This I'm surprised is, by that too. That's interesting. This is hilarious. So when Michael Emerson kindly donated tons of stuff from lost and personal interest, he included two things that were not, this is a baseball from the 1981 Dodgers world series team signed by Tommy Lasorda and the entire baseball team. Whoa, that's and, a that's a pretty big item because didn't Tommy Lasorda pass away recently? I believe so. And not only that, if you're a fan of, I don't know, person of interest, evil or lost, and you like baseball, I think it's a win-win. It comes with that case. So I decided to put it in the auction. It, obviously, it's doing well. And he also donated, you'll see later, cufflinks. Great. Um, random, but the last week tonight, John Oliver Lego, promotional Lego, is, is doing really well, too. You just never know what people are going to really <laughs> glom onto. But again, that would look cool on someone's desk, right? It would. I was literally yeah. just watching that earlier tonight. So, yeah, yeah. And by the way, for everyone who's uh, tuning in, at all points, you can find all of this on cancergetslost.org. And I'm sure you will be putting that at the front and the back end of this, but I want to just reiterate while we're in the middle of it. Yeah. And if uh, people are watching live, there's a link in the video description of the live stream and there will be a link in the audio podcast of the, uh, of the audio podcast show notes. So uh, yeah, we'll, we'll have links to everything. It. And so how do people, while we're talking about this, how do people register to actually bid in the, uh, the auction? If you go to cancergetslost.org and click on the very front post, which says 2022 charity auction, in the first paragraph, it'll say in capital red, click here to register. Um, there are some caveats if you do have an address outside the United States, but it's all listed there. At the bottom of that post, there are shipping estimates to both the UK and Canada to give you an idea of how ridiculous it is right now. Like to send a pop to the UK, this will probably cost $75 to ship. Wow. Yeah. And that doesn't include customs fees that everyone's responsible for once it arrives. So- that's why we have to limit the number right now. And we're almost to our cap, but we still have time to register. Uh, you could register up until the day the auction closes, which is Saturday. It closes starting at 2.15 p.m. Central Time. And the fun of that is it, it, it closes sequentially and alphabetically. So Ooh. once you, it, and if there's a bidding war, so if, if you get a bid on an item in the final minute, it opens up again for three minutes and it'll flash bidding war, bidding war, bidding war. And then it goes on to the next oh. one and closes it. And so I have like three screens open trying to like keep track of it all. And it's, if, even if you're not registered, even if you're not participating, it's fun to watch 
just the items close and see what happens with the bidding wars because you can see the numbers going up. And for me, it's like, this is my World Series and this is my Oscars. <laughs> this is everything in one because every single penny, every single amount that you see, just like for me, it just makes me cry because it's just all going to charity. And it, it helps people. It helps so many people with cancer. So, okay, back to the auction. Okay, back to the auction. <laughs> I don't know if you lost your place or not. Oh, no, I don't I don't think so. Let's okay, see. we're at the leftovers. Uh, yes. We're at the L. Okay, so uh, hilariously, HBO made leftovers, Tupperware for the leftovers. <laughs> One of my favorite things of all time. And also That's you can bring that to the office, but just don't let anyone steal it from the fridge because it's so cool. What's something you look forward to waking up to every morning? Is it coffee? Your pet? Start your mornings with me undies and their ridiculously soft undies with fun prints that make picking out underwear actually enjoyable. Me Undies makes the softest fabrics you've ever put on your body so you can sit on your couch all day or go out and live your comfiest life. Once you try their undies, socks, bralettes, and loungewear, you'll never go back. Choose from a range of limited edition prints and colors in sizes from extra small to 4X. When Me Undies says they have the comfiest products. That's actually true. They have Batman and Catwoman prints for the, the DC line that they just recently put out there. I bought the lounge pants with the Batman print and they are so comfy. I never want to take them off. <laughs> I, I wear them all the time. I also have a pair of their lounge pants. I'm like, oh yeah, these are my work pants. <laughs> I wish I could actually wear them to work. I wish that was an acceptable thing that, that I could do at my job. Come in with your Batman. <laughs> <laughs> why Why couldn't I do that? It should be professional attire. <laughs> you can also sign up for their free to join Me Undies membership where you get a monthly subscription that sends new styles right to your door. Plus, enjoy up to 30% off on virtually everything Me Undies makes, free shipping and returns on every order, early access to new launches like that Batman one was, and exclusive members only sales. Me Undies has a great offer for Supergirl Radio listeners. For any first-time purchasers, you get 15% off. To get that 15% off, go to MeUndies.com slash Supergirl. That's MeUndies.com slash Supergirl. There is the Legends of Tomorrow and then uh, Let Me In, new Oscar uh, nominee Cody Spit-McPhee signed that, and Matt Reeves, who directed The Batman. Uh, also signed. Uh, this is hard to find. The alligator Loki was very hard to acquire. Uh, hmm. It was one of those. They put a lot alligator of Loki. <laughs> alligator Loki. Alligator Loki. I love him. <laughs> alligator pin set with that. Some other just really fun art. Um, Joey Spiato does a lot of art that I put in my auctions. Really fun. Like those little small book covers. And so that's what that is. And then there's a comic signed by uh, Daniel Kibblesmith who does the Loki comics. So cool. And then Patrick Ballesteros as He's all the cons love his art, have some of his art in there as well. And uh, Lord Mesa did, did some as well. And then we get into loss. So we'll go through it quickly, but that is a trading card stand signed by Michelle Rodriguez. It's the only thing I've ever had signed by her. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> Someone will take it. Uh, that is made by ABC and Apollo Barn. If you watch the show, that'll mean something to you. The beer was also made for the show. Um, so those items always do really well in the auctions. 
Those are actual production notes from a production designer. Mm. Um, and then that's, that's season five. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And they actually glued on little uh, Dharma vehicles on there to show you that where the vans are going to go. So oh. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really. It looks good framed. I'm just oh, like, okay. That is the complete series Blu-ray set, which is very hard to find and very expensive now. And Damon, I actually have the one of those. I don't have it signed by Carlton. And uh, that's okay. Damon. As long as you have one. Yeah. Uh, if you have the Blu-ray, if you open the yeah. lid underneath, there's a disc that's hidden uh, underneath the disc. And I'm on a DVD extra in there and I have long hair. So just for fun, if you want to treat yourself, find that hidden disc. Nice. And I might've been at a charity event and I might've had some cocktails. That's all I'm saying. It's fine. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, okay. So then all the lost pops are also vaulted. So we have a, a set of lost pops that I threw in a JJ Abrams pop just because, um, and then we, that item, not surprising does really well, which is an old, Desmond Bobblehead signed by Henry and Cusick. Very rare. Uh, this is a dress worn at the Comic-Con booth in 2008 that Lost at ABC put on for the Dharma Initiative. Great. Someone's going to like that. And then an empty can of diced tomatoes from the Dharma Kitchen. <laughs> Again, how cool would that be on your shelf? Right? So cool. Um, uh, my friend Jamie is an artist and, and started the Dharma Supply Company, donated a box of all of her items. It's everything from a coin purse to T-shirts to notepads. So we have that in there. The Lost Encyclopedia is now out of print and it's very those, expensive. Yeah. Okay. I do too. They're great. It uh, is good. <laughs> it really helps me build my auctions when I want to fact check something that was used oh, on yeah. the show or get the spelling of a character's name or whatever. I reference that all the time. Very so, helpful. Yeah. Uh, just an EW issue signed by Jorge Garcia, who played Hurley. That's a cast crew yearbook. That was donated by Damon Lindelof. It is very, very Ooh, rare. There's look at that current bid. There's Ooh. yeah, that's that's you up there with the wheel of that time. <laughs> that's it's got some pre-printed cast autographs in it, but more importantly, it's got behind the scenes of everyone from catering to the people who made the DVDs to the transportation. It's just it's a really nice gift that they gave, and it's really cool to see the behind the scenes of the show from start to finish. So yeah, you can see cool. why that's up there. Yeah. Final season poster, Tyler Stout, signed by Damon and Carlton, also always a very popular item for obvious reasons. Those are set placards that they used in Hawaii to move around. To locate the show like they do now. And, you know, they obfuscate now and they they don't say like Supergirl down the street. They'll say a code name. They used to use Lost in Hawaii because nobody cared. <laughs> nobody would bother them. <laughs> That's too funny. Yeah. Some more oh, part uh, posters and art part. I said part. I meant posters and art. You get what I'm saying on a live stream. <laughs> this is actually slowing down for me. I usually speak a lot faster than this. So I cut down on the caffeine today just for the live stream. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so you can keep scrolling. That's more art and posters. Um, that is a live triple album by composer Oscar winner Michael Giacchino, who then is throwing in signed lost sheet music. Whoever wins Whoa. this gets custom signed lost sheet music from Michael Giacchino. So, yeah, that is it, it's pretty, pretty cool. It's pretty great. Yeah, it's he's always the first to jump in and say, "Wait, let me add to this package." So, yeah. Namaste is a, is a phrase they use on Lost, so there's a little wood sign for it. Um, for people who didn't go to the official Lost auction back in 2010, these are very, very rare paddles that were only given out at the auction. So that comes with, it's signed on the back by the prop master, Rob Kiker. comes with the live auction catalog and a t-shirt from the auction. So a script signed by Mr. Daniel Day Kim, who everyone knows from everything now because he's everywhere. And <laughs> Lost pilot script signed by him. Uh, this is funny, but it's like, over the years, people give me things like tiny pins, and that one's actually numbered and limited edition on the back. And then my friend Chris in the UK, um, his company custom created a cancer sauce box of mystery lost pins. So I included one of those in the package. Ooh. Why not? 
Yeah. So you'll, it's a, it's a long box. You'll see it. Yeah. So there's those. And then I think it's might be the, the, yeah, it's fine. Okay. That lost binder is Maggie Grace again, signed the binder and gave me a binder of cards, put that in the auction. Thank you, Maggie Grace. Uh, a staff crew hats and t-shirts do really well. And this is a lost crew hat. So someone's going to buy and wear it. Um, that is a really cool print. It's a photo print signed by 11 of the cast. It's rare because people like Naveen Andrews and Matthew Fox who do not go to conventions, they've signed it. So it's pretty cool. It's got 11 people on it. I think it's cool. That's so cool. T-shirts that were exclusive to Comic-Con a couple years ago. We have a couple lost T-shirts. Again, Maggie Grace donated her infamous bikini action figure and signed it. <laughs> so ridiculous. Yep. She also signed a T-shirt. We have some lost uh, posters that are limited edition. And um, on the right is a book called Lost Thought. I have two chapters in there I've published. I did. Cool. I actually presented a paper at a pop culture conference after Lost ended. And I wrote a paper comparing Alice in Wonderland to Lost. And they liked it so much that the author asked me to contribute to this compilation. So I signed the book. So whoever wants that, it's in there. Nice. <laughs> and then, so yeah, that's the end of Lost. It's a hat by Maggie Grace. And then Lost Girl. And then Lucifer, Luke Cage. I mean, you name it, we have it. So yeah, Luke Cage. So um, also another big recent show fandom is MacGyver and mm -hmm. sweet Meredith Eaton, Eaton, sorry, my bad. Meredith Eaton, who was on the show, reached out and donated these fingerless gloves that were cast crew only. And she signed them. Again, such a cool collectible. That is a cool collectible. I love the stuff that's like, you know, was donated by the cast and crew. And it's just yes. like something that you could just kind of like wear around and be like, oh, yeah, this, I got it exclusive. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's where we find the things in the auction that aren't available elsewhere anymore. Um, so the Magicians, that's a super rare board game. It's super cool. But one of the writers responded the other day that I couldn't even get one. I had to win one of my office pool. So that's how rare that <laughs> game is. It was made for marketing by sci-fi back in the day. <laughs> then we got some, you know, one of my favorites, Mandalorian. Uh, we've got some limited edition art from Mandalorian. And we have, I know it's random, but we have one of these. It is a William Sonoma Grogu Baby Yoda ice block maker. So you can make in your drink, <laughs> drink Baby Yoda. I'm just saying. Um, just um saying. what is I this? might need that. Uh, <laughs> Morgan, ice, you're gonna have to fight me for it. <laughs> ice we're gonna get yours. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, That's and action amazing. figures and pops, that kind of thing. And again, none of it's like signed, but a lot of them are limited edition, which to me, and I, I have that small print on the right, um, the Scott C. Lava print. I love that print of just the giant Mandalorian and the tiny little baby. I love it. <laughs> Uh, and then Marvel Rising, uh, which is, uh, I, I believe it was a TV movie that they made many years ago. The cast signed that. Um, so I don't know if you know Matt Nathanson's music. Uh, he's married to my college roommate. We've known each other since the first day of college. He's one of my closest friends of many, many years. So he donated his signed CD for this. And then another good friend, Javi Grillo Markswatch, has an infamous essay about the making of Lost and what it was like to be a writer and producer on Lost in this book. He signed his book. He also created the show The Middleman, which was canceled way too soon. So I included a DVD of that in there. Um, the Mighty Ducks, great. People who like the Mighty Ducks will appreciate the uniforms in this artwork. Uh, funny story about the Power Rangers. Back in college, I won't say when, I was an extra on the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers in Los Angeles, and um, it was nice. my summer job. And I met the Pink Ranger, and she would never remember me, but now I think it's full circle and hilarious that all these people have donated signed Power Ranger items. You met Amy Jo Johnson, the I Pink Ranger? Did. 
Yes. Oh, I wanted to be her when I was little. <laughs> yeah. it was so It was so cool. She was super nice. And I was in college and I just like, my job was to follow her around as part of her friend group without talking because I didn't get a SAG card. So I was in, <laughs> and I had no interest in being an actor, still don't. I did it for fun to make money that summer. And it, that's what it was. So now I can say I was on the Power Rangers. <laughs> that's, that's so awesome. funny. <laughs> and then um, she was later on Felicity. So oh, you had- I- you had a like a, a connection to Lost so much further. It's such a vague connection, but I will take it. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> exactly. It's all in the um, J. Brims universe. It's all in, in the J. Brims universe. Exactly. Uh, so, yes. Yeah, so we have the Red Ranger pop as well. And then uh, a show I recently discovered on Hulu called Motherland Fort Salem. It's about um, all female military in the United States. It's actually really good. My friend Kira donated an art set for that. So, again, nice. something for every everyone. I mean, Chris Hemsworth on a beach towel. Who wouldn't want to put that on them, right? <laughs> I'm just saying there's a Shark Fest Nat Geo situation and there's a package in there, but I'm like, I have to put Chris Hemsworth on the front. Hello. Um, <laughs> new Girl Pint Glasses, whether it's for water or for beer, it's a promotional New Girl set of unused pint glasses. So oh, someone's going to enjoy cool. that. Yeah. Nickelodeon art, Once Upon a Time poster art. Um, Elizabeth Mitchell's on that one. Oh, I want to finish that. There we go. <laughs> okay. uh, this is a really cool promo that Eric Goldman gave me, another journalist friend. Uh, it is a Captain Hook um, spy scope. I'm blanking on the actual word right now, but there is a word for it. But I, maybe I should get down on the caffeine. Uh, it's a really cool, it's a, not a telescope, it's like a spy scope. Yeah, uh, this says spyglass prop replica. Sure, that yeah. is what it is. That's yeah. what I meant. Okay. Yes. <laughs> and, it, and it comes with a pop, his, his vaulted pop. And then Sweet Emily from Lost, Didn't Spot a Time. There's an Emily package in there. I, I had to. And the DVD signed by a bunch of the cast. Again, you don't need the DVD if you just want to frame that. Um, one Day at a Time, also canceled too soon. One of my favorite shows. So, so heartwarming and so fun. Uh, I, have a, I have a nice artwork uh, signed by Isabella over there. And then um, at ATX TV Festival a couple years ago, I got Rita Moreno and Justina Machada's um, table tents, and I put those in there. They're not signed, but it says Rita Moreno. She's an EGOT. She's a goddess, and she is the queen <laughs> of everything. So someone like that. Um, my Sestra's Orphan Black. Did you guys watch Orphan Black? I, I So I still haven't watched the last season because <gasps> I didn't want it to end, and then I, I got really behind, and I haven't circled back around but i loved that show up until i just randomly stopped watching it <laughs> i will say i think you'll find the finale the series finale of that show very very satisfying that's all I'm i've heard say. good things about the like yes i feel like the, there was a little dip in quality like going into the last season then i watched the first couple episodes and i was like oh, okay feel it it feels like it's right at the ship so yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought it was on my list, really, yeah. really strong. So go back to that. Such a yeah. great show. Like yeah. Tatiana Maslany is Ugh. like can she do Hulk. no wrong. She's She-Hulk. She's She-Hulk now. Yeah, I, I cannot <laughs> wait to see her. I'm just so glad she j- joined the MCU and did something that big. I mean, she did win an Emmy for a show that very few people watched, and I'm so glad <laughs> that she's now like on that scale. So yes, yeah, so we have Orphan Black items. Uh, Grandman's in the show, and there's a friend of mine. He went on to do Snowpiercer, which I also really enjoy. Um, these pops are vaulted. The Felix pop is funny because it's his naked butt on the back. If you watch the show, he doesn't wear clothes a lot. He wears an apron because he's painting and then no clothes. <laughs> so his bare butt is in the pop. It's That's fun. too funny. It is. It's fun. Yeah. If that's your thing. Um, the Orville, we have a computer case. Why not for your laptop? Uh, Outlander, huge fandom, as you know. So we have a lot of promotional items. We have a stationary set. We have a... Um, I was about to say a canister. Wow, you guys, I can't put a sentence together. I've been up for a while. <laughs> um, a flask. Thank you very much. We also yes. have a t-shirt and an art print in there. Pan Am. 
It's from the show Pan Am that was on for one season, it's ABC promotional item, but it's actually a really, really cool carry-on bag. So yeah, there you go. yeah, we recently talked about that on Supergirl. We, we did. We do, I just want to emphasize we do talk about Supergirl <laughs> on Supergirl Radio, but every now and then Pan Am comes up randomly. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, uh, Parenthood, <laughs> uh, another show that really touched my heart. We have jackets and hats from that show. Uh, Pon- so we have Parks and Rec. We have a Pawnee limited edition print plus a uh, Ron and Leslie pop set and a plush little Sebastian. Oh, little so Sebastian. Cute. This is all person of interest items. All of these, those two are screen used, donated by Michael Emerson. So that's why they're they're higher in the bids. Uh, bad robot, person of interest sweatshirt and messenger bag. Uh, we have uh, Michael Emerson's hockey jersey, sure. And a picnic bag- basket and a cooler, like a portable cooler. There are the cufflinks. Michael Emerson <laughs> went to Ireland and got some cufflinks and they're in the auction. I don't know why. They just are. So they're so fan they're so fancy though. They are fancy. Uh there is the the travel mug. So yeah, person of interest is well represented. I think we're on the final page. Okay. The Punisher, John Bernthal signed art. Uh this artist named Sarah sent that to me. It's lovely. And a Punisher t-shirt as well. Rain, another CW show. Got a signed photo. Um, you can keep scrolling. So and then we have a Rick and Morty package of promotional marketing materials. Same with uh, Robot Chicken. I almost said bad robot chicken. That's a whole different show. Um <laughs> Another show that canceled too soon, in my opinion, Marvel's Runaways. We have a set of pops and a cast crew hat. And uh, the pop is one of the pops is signed by Greg Sulkin. Um, so that's really cool. Listen, Zach Attack. I mean, who wouldn't want this on their wall, right? I'm just <laughs> yeah. It's cute. It is very it's cute. so cute. Who, and Saved I, uh, by the Bell is a classic. It is a classic. And now that they've redone it, it's it's like, like I love those caricatures that he does. It's great. Joey Spiato. I have the lost one on my wall. Okay. I was him for Halloween. I was um, David Rose, guy of the hair. So uh, I'm a huge <laughs> fan. I have that print on my wall framed over there. So I've loved that print. Had to put one in the auction. Did you uh, have the sweater like he has? The I had the sweater. Sweaters. I had the rings. I had the hair. I had the sunglasses. I went all out. Amazing. Um, amazing. The Monopoly, she's Creek Monopoly. And then we have a Rose family pop set. The limited edition one is the Alexis Rose, a little bit of Alexis. Uh, and then I have a pop set of David and Moira fold in the cheese. Uh, yeah, of course. Uh, Shit's Creek, when they went on tour and did a, they're, they're, they went to different cities and they talked about the show that's opposed to from that. And then we move into Shannara Chronicles. Uh, Hop, my friend Hobby briefly worked on that show. So that's a staff sweatshirt. Then there's the Some Kind of Wonderful Art signed by Leah Thompson. That's throwback for those of us of a certain <laughs> age. Sons of Anarchy poster signed by Eleven is, is, is a pretty big item. This is why it's doing well in the auction. It's signed by so many people, including the showrunner, Katie Seagal, Charlie Hunnam, all of them. So whoever's bidding on that, thank you. Uh, and Katie Seagal. So her sister writes for wrote for Sons of Anarchy and wrote, I think, uh, on Dark Crystal with Javi, donated these signed items from Katie Seagal for Sons of Anarchy. So that's cool. Oh, in wow. The auction. Yeah. Uh, Squidbillies is a cult classic show, an it's, animated show. It's one of the best animated shows uh, <laughs> ever made. Yeah. So I have this, someone gave me this vinyl. It's brand new. It's not open. It's got everyone on it from like, um, a country artist to T-Pain. So it's going to be a collectible <gasps> for someone. Does that, does that have the, the song about, uh, Auburn sucks? Um, if you open it the back, it does list the picture. It does list on the back songs okay, so that's go to the second photo yeah and yeah yeah, yeah. so okay uh, stanley i thought that would be it before we got wheel of time our number one item of all time um i did meet mine at a convention in san jose a couple years ago get his autograph my friend and i and we each got one 
and it was well worth it. I just knew that someday, and I didn't plan on like saving it till after he passed. It just worked out that way with timing. But I think nostalgia is why that price is way up there. I think if you're going to have a signed pop on your desk, you can't get any better than Stan Lee, really, to me. That's uh, pretty good. But then there's, I mean, oh my, George Takai signing a studio <laughs> TV pop. So cool. I love that. Fun fact, I went to high school with his nephew, Brian. Anyway, that was just, that's the hero <laughs> really? there. Yeah. And at the time, I didn't watch Star Trek, but I knew of it, but I thought that was so cool. Uh, Star Trek pin set, sure. Someone, someone will love that. Star Trek um, art and a hat. It comes with DVDs. I got it at the Star Trek premiere at one of the Comic-Cons. So, um, and then Star Wars. I, I'll be honest, Star Wars doesn't do well in our auctions, and I'm not quite sure why. I wonder really? because there are so many items available out there. So if you're a Star, Star Wars fan and you haven't bid yet, Welcome. Uh, so we have some limited edition stamp sets that you could only get in England. My friend Rick donated them. It's very nice of him. Uh, as someone from the Bay Area, I got the San Francisco Giants BB-8 beanie and pop that they it's only so had there. Cute. So cute. So I'm sorry if you're a Dodgers fan, but that's a really cute hat. Okay. I'm just <laughs> uh, and then I have a couple of sealed boxes that have some limited edition pops and other Star Wars goodies in them. And uh, that is a set of dancing Darth Vader's and Stormtroopers and BB-8s. It dances on your desk. I Sure. Great. Hmm. Um, some posters. The thing about the Star Wars Monopoly is they screwed up and they put out the Star Wars Monopoly without Rey. And she was the only female lead, the first female lead. Of, when they reintroduced, the, you know, Force Awakens, they totally screwed up and they re-released it with Rey. So I have the one with Rey. Nice. Good job, Mattel. Yeah, uh, more <laughs> Star Wars art, Star Wars stamps, and I think we're almost through Star Wars. Yeah, so there's the strain. It is a heavy box. It's a creepy, creepy box, but it's super cool. It's a box set of the whole series of strain, and um, uh, it is a thermos, like a, a – I'm trying to – I can't put a word together, you guys. I'm having – I don't have talked in a while. I've, if you, you haven't noticed that, <laughs> yeah, I've been it's, it's two a years building the oxygen. Yeah. There you go. It's a, <laughs> an insulated thermos. That's what I was yeah, going to yeah, say. Yeah. And again – you could get it even if you just want a thermos. Um, <laughs> Stranger Things, obviously very, very huge. I'm kind of surprised that that's lower in bids rise of right now. But Stranger Things signed by David Harper, who was just in Black Widow. Uh, Super 8, one of my favorite J.J. Abrams films. Uh, that is uh, in, the, it's just a little artifact from the film. There's your Supergirl package. And another Maggie Grace. She was in Taken with Liam Neeson, plays, her, plays his daughter. So she signed the DVD. I have two Taylor Swift signed CDs, which I think is so cool. I, I'm a Swifty, so <laughs> there you go. We have two different For the albums. Swifties among us. For the Swifties <laughs> among us, yes. And then uh, my beloved Ted Lasso. I have to show you on my desk. I have my little belief pin. Oh, oh that's it. great. I'm actually getting it tattooed as well. Um, it just speaks to me because of what I do um, and awesome. who I am. So yes, Ted Lasso Art Limited Edition um, and. These are really cool. I have this framed as well. Um, these are Ted Lasso trading cards. That's how small they are. Made by this artist named Collier Smith. They're Whoa. limited edition and numbered on the back. And they're just really, really cool collectibles that are so small. They look really great framed. So we have those for those who want them. A set of the coaches and him. That's the jersey I was talking about that's super rare. Thanks, Mo Ryan. It's in there. Mm -hmm. And then we get to Teen Wolf. I know they're redoing Teen Wolf right now. I don't know if they're doing a movie. I think they're doing a movie, but we have a, movie, yeah. a cast crew sweatshirt and a fully clothed Colton Haynes signed photo from that Aww. show. <laughs> Sorry, also Superman adjacent. Uh, Superman adjacent. Tyler, Tyler True. Was, uh, That's right. Teen Wolf. His yes. origin. <laughs> yes. And I know uh, J.R. Bourne from The 100, and he is the most 
amazing guy. He's so, he has so much heart. I, I like, we'll watch the Teen Wolf movie just for him. Um, so we have a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle package with a comic signed by one of the authors of the comics. Um, we have the only hundred item in my auction is from Lindsay Morgan, who was on Walker. Um, and she signed in to FU Cancer, bless her, <laughs> the top of her pop, Raven from the hundred. My girl, my favorite from the MCU Valkyrie, Tessa Thompson signed pop from Thor. Oh, I so cool. Cannot wait for Thor, Love and Thunder. Uh, Tron, so I have press kits, um, stuff from Tron Uprising and Tron Legacy. And I believe the coins I have are from the original Tron. So that's cool too. Uh, there's the V sign poster we talked about. Then we're getting into the Walking Dead. So a Carl sign pop. Those angel wings are metal and a fan created them in honor of uh, Daryl's, the character Daryl and gave them to Norma Reedus at a con. And he couldn't fly home with them. So he gave them to us to put in the auction. That's super cool. cool. Yeah. And there he signed that pop as well. And Stephen Yoon signed the Glenn comic panel. Um, and then we have photos from Josh McDermott and Nadia Hilker, who then donated them to us. So we literally, sometimes we go to cons and they see us and just, here, just take this. And then we walk by and that's it. Uh, there's the Rick Grimes wine I was talking about. And Andrew uh, did sign his pop on the bottom. So if you want to show that off on your desk, you'd have to lift it up. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. Uh, okay, now we're into WandaVision. Nothing signed, but I love Ag Agatha Harkness and she's getting her own show. So we have an Agatha Harkness pop and pin set. And then we have the cool black and white um, and Monica Rambo pop sets. And I love, that's my favorite line. One of my favorite lines ever written was, you know, what is grief if not love persevering? Mm, a great line. If it wasn't so long, I would get that tattooed. Like I love it. And that is that print. Um, this artist, Alice, does an amazing job and that's limited edition. There is the Watchman Coffee we talked about. And then we're getting to Westworld. There's some art. There's that cute teddy bear. It's got a Delos Corporation shirt, but nobody knows that's an evil corporation. If you want to get that for your kid, <laughs> that's all I'm saying. <laughs> Parents out there, be cool. There's the limited edition vinyl. Uh, Ramin Jawadi, who does the soundtrack for Game of Thrones, also does Westworld. So it's a really cool blue record. Uh, the limited edition and vaulted pops from Westworld are a set in there as well. Promotional poster from the first Comic-Con. T-shirt from the cast and crew. And I think you're getting to the poster signed at Comic-Con twice by Tessa Thompson. I'm just saying she accidentally signed it twice. Aaron Paul. It's great. <laughs> These are the biggies. These are the wheel of time scripts signed by the entire cast. And then there's one signed by the two characters in the uh, what, that main episode. And this one, uh, that one signed by Alvar Marta. I can't say his name right now. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't say his name right now because I've been talking too much, but he's also <laughs> on, um, uh, Money Heist on uh, Netflix, oh. which is a huge show. And he plays the dra Dragon Reborn in the episode of The Dragon Reborn. He signed it. I'm totally blanking on his name. I apologize. Don't, oh, don't yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, Alvaro cool. Manto, I think. Manto. I'm, well, I'm like if, uh, if uh, you there's any Wheel of Time fans or like Twitter of Time people, this these are these are They've some been fabulous ticket items. So. They're fabulous. <laughs> yes. And then uh, we're getting to one on Earp. So we have an art package here by my friend Kira again, and then a signed comic, uh, a limited edition holiday print with the cast, and a yearbook, a signed poster. Um, that is another side comic, and that's a limited edition. Laura Ennis is this beautiful art that she makes, especially of when and urban. The whole cast signed that one, and that's another one of those pops of Comic Con. They only made, I think, a thousand or fifteen hundred, so we got one of those in there. And then my first fandom was the X Files. My first foray into anything online was for the X Files message boards back in the day. So I love that we got little flashlights, and there's a fight the future from the first film lunchbox in there. 
And then Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I just love it. I'm still then, I'm still mad at that bee from the first movie. Don't even get me started on the bee. Yeah. <laughs> See, like I had that in my closet. It was wrapped. I'm like, I'm gonna put it in the auction. It's time to get rid of the lunchbox. But someone could actually use that. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, and then we have a um a Xena package with a Xena. Uh, it's her dagger necklace, and then there's some art with it. And this is hilarious. So Yellowstone, it's a promotional Yellowstone box. It's a wood box. It's empty. There's a stain on the bottom, but you know what? Someone's going to love that for the desk because someone's going to ask about how do you have a Yellowstone box? And there's P- also and good- P- people are loving Yellowstone right now. I and I get it. I don't get the channel, so or- I haven't watched it, but like, <laughs> there you go. It's a box. There you go. Right? Someone's going to love it. Again, someone else's junk is our treasure. Exactly. <laughs> and the last item is the Yvonne Strahovski package. I have, it's very random. It's not a really signed photo, but she was on Broadway <laughs> 10 years ago. And the show, the Broadway show was about boxing. So it's a boxing glove signed by the entire cast, including Tony Shalhoub. So that's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And I appreciate it. And for those of you who are watching this going, what are you doing? And this is not Supergirl. Thank you for putting up with us. <laughs> that was super fun to walk through the whole auction. That was a huge honor. And having me on, it's just like you guys have, this is huge for Cancer Gets Lost. And we are so grateful. Well, uh, Supergirl fans love other things, too. They, they I want know, a Yellowstone, uh, empty Yellowstone box. and <laughs> I'm, Or, you know, a pop signed by Call Drogo. I'm just saying. <laughs> Rebecca's going to get some coffee beans. Uh, coffee beans, <laughs> maybe that BBS thing, maybe some law stuff. I don't know. We'll see what my bank account uh, will allow. But, uh, but I think it's also something to keep in mind if you have a family uh, member or a friend who you might want to get something for their birthday or uh christmas or what what it's have never you too soon to yeah. start yeah, the, yeah this is this is good for uh gift giving as well if you if you uh, don't see anything for yourself maybe you see something for someone else uh that would be also a, a great uh gift to give for somebody else's office to put on, right. to put on their desk yeah and i think because conventions haven't really happened for the last two i know they're starting now but for two years the kind of people who went to conventions to acquire these kind of items have not a spent that money to do so and b have not spent that money to do so. So that really helps get to get lost uh, right now. I think that's why maybe there's more interest than usual because we have items that people haven't had access to under normal circumstances. Well, that is awesome, Joe. Thank you for uh, guiding us through that. It's it's fun to hear some uh, personal anecdotes about all the items that are in there, and uh, to to go through through them again made me even want want to be like, okay, I gotta add that to my list. Uh, so uh, that season five lost uh, production notes. Oh boy, that's just saying. That went that went up on the top of the list because uh, season five is is my favorite season. Of oh, I love that season. See, I love that about you because I think it's underrated. I think it's amazing. Really? Do you do do people not like season five? Yeah, Who are these think, monsters? I think they do, but they tend to pick one before five, and I get it because like the whole first season was it was table building and it was character development. But five, I think that's where people got like literally got lost, and that's fine. But I I agree with you on five. I actually five. think three, three through six are my favorite. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, I would probably agree with that. And season, I two, th- season two, season two, though, has its moments. Yeah, it has its moments, and you know, season three introduces my beloved Juliet. So that's all I'm saying. Uh, our, our, I, beloved. our beloved, our beloved. Sorry, making sure we're a Juliet positive podcast. <laughs> yeah, the only thing that I'll never put in the auction is you'll see behind me is uh, I've got a piece of Oceanic eight fifteen. That's the airplane wing. Uh, that's a slice of it right there. Uh, oh, so that's what that looks like. You mentioned it on um, yeah. on the Legends podcast yeah. when we had it's, you it's on. It's a super long piece, and that's just a slice right in the middle of it. That yeah. is so cool. 
Yeah, it's just, I literally, it's my, I look at it every day and it inspires me. It reminds me what I do. And every single thing I do is in service of the cause, which is, you know, cancer affects everyone as we've talked about. And I want you to know that we're here for you and you, this is a way for you to have a little fun, but also support people in your life who have been through cancer, who are going through chemo, who, whether or not they like any of the items in the auction, you can support people like them by participating in the in the charity auction. Everyone wins. The cancer charity wins and you win. I mean, literally you win the item. So <laughs> I just want to say thank you for bidding. Thank you for participating and thank you for listening. It means the world to me to cancer gets lost. And um, to quote lost, the f- catchphrase of lost is we have to go back. The catchphrase of cancer gets lost is we have to give back. I love that. Aww. That's perfect. It's almost like someone thought through that uh, coming from a place of love for the show. (laughs) (laughs) They did. Yes. (laughs) Well, thank you, Joe. We've taken up so much of your time, your time, uh, but thank you so much for uh, guiding us through that and inspiring us to raise some money uh, and maybe buy some things if we can win Mm. some things. (laughs) Um, But uh, can you just recap real quick? How, uh, how long is the auction going and um, uh, what can people expect when they uh, bid on things? Yes, thank you. The auction is open now through Saturday, August, August. Wow. Saturday, <laughs> April 9th, not August. And it closes at 2.15 Central Time in the United States. And it or it closes one item at a time every 30 seconds, numerically and alphabetically. If there's a, a bid on an item in the final minute, it opens up again for three minutes. Thus, a bidding war starts. So it takes an hour or two for the whole thing to close, but it's really fun to watch and very exciting because every cent gets donated to the Colorectal Cancer Alliance in honor of my two friends recovering from colon cancer. All the details are on cancergetslost.org and at cancergetslost on both Instagram and Twitter. And did I also see that there was a place to donate as well on the website? Yes, you can go to Cancer Gets Lost. There's a donate button right at the top there. And if you donate to Cancer Gets Lost uh, in the next month, we will donate all of that to the Colorectal Cancer Alliance and make sure that is bookmarked to donate along with everything else. Because there are people who don't want to participate in the auction. And I get it. It's not for everyone. My aunt in New York is like, I don't know what any of these shows are. Here's the check. Great. I love you. Perfect. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. So yeah, even $5, every, every cent counts. So you can make a donation. You can also go directly to the Colorectal Cancer Alliance and make a donation as well. Either way, we make sure 100% of the money gets there. That's great. And just one more question, uh, because I'm maybe considering some things. So if if somebody in our audience has things they would like to donate to next year's or the, yeah. the next time around for the next auction, uh, how do they go about doing it? You can DM us on Instagram or Twitter or email us. And our email address is on our website, but also it's pretty easy to remember, cancergetslost at gmail.com. All right. Sounds good. Well, thank you again, Joe. Uh, We're probably going to kick you out of here so we can get to some Supergirl uh, business because we are Supergirl Radio. So we're going to (laughs) talk about some Supergirl stuff. Um, But uh, but there's a lot of DC uh, items in there. There are a lot of DC items in the auction. So uh, DC fans can have something to bid on if uh, if you are willing to participate and uh, maybe have some money to spend. Um, So thank you, Joe. And uh, we will uh, look forward to seeing how things go with the auction. And uh, thank you for everything that you do with that. Thank you all. Thank you for listening and watching kind Supergirl and DC fans. And I'll see you on the other side. Thanks. Sounds good. All right. We are going to take Joe out and uh, let's see. I'm going to change my background here. 
I have uh, a lot of things that I need to bid on, and uh, I'm a little, I know. Con- a little I'm concerned like, oh. about myself now. Oh no. oh, no. And of course, the Wheel of Time stuff. I was like, oh, maybe I'll get Mike a wheel. Maybe I'll just be nice and get him a signed script, and then it's all, like, the most expensive stuff in the auction is the Wheel of Time stuff. And I was like... <laughs> Sorry, Mike. <laughs> but, uh, that Mike tells me that I, I should clarify that it's hashtag uh, Twitter of time. Um, I thought the hashtag was implied. Uh, but those people are serious. Those people are go- coming in for their Wheel of Time stuff. They're not playing. <laughs> you have some competition. Uh, well, we will have to consider what we, uh, what we maybe can win uh, in that auction. So uh, I guess uh, right now, though, we need to uh, maybe get over to some DC TV podcasts and some Supergirl radio plugs. If you would like to contact Supergirl Radio, you can post a comment on our website at supergirlradio.com. You can email us at supergirlradio at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voicemail, you can call us at 678-718-7252. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter and Instagram, all at Supergirl Radio. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Podchain, and Spotify, where we also have a Spotify playlist that includes music featured on and inspired by the CW Supergirl TV series. We are listed on DC's fan page, which you can find at dccomics.com slash dc-fans. If you like what we do, we encourage you to give us a rating and write us a review on Apple Podcasts. If you enjoy our Supergirl radio live streams, make sure to subscribe to the DC TV Podcast YouTube channel and hit that notification bell to get notified when we go live and wired dc tv podcast also has a t public store so if you're in need of new dc tv related t-shirts tank tops sweatshirts onesies mugs notebooks pillows or stickers go to supergirlradio.com and click on the t public store link at the top of the page supergirl radio superman and lois radio the flash podcast and legends of tomorrow podcast black lightning podcast bad woman podcast too Titans and Doom Patrol podcast just for you. Justice League Dark podcast, Green Lantern podcast, Argo podcast, Strange Adventures podcast, and finally my favorite of bunch DC TV after dark where you're allowed to say f- Since there's a Kyler Lee item in the Cancer Gets Lost auction, we have some Alex Danvers designs in the T Public store. Yeah, we want to let people know about the T Public store now, but maybe save up your money. For the Kyler Lee uh, pack, the Supergirl that, that's package. That's true. Yeah, maybe you want to go in there and get that Supergirl package. There's a lot of stuff in that auction. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, consider that for the Tee Public store. Just put that in the back of your mind, but maybe save your save your pennies for the Cancer Gets Lost auction uh, to see if... Uh, I'm, I'm curious if uh, any of our Supergirl radio listeners will come away with the Supergirl uh, package there on the Cancer Gets Lost auction. Uh, okay, so while we are here, let's uh, thank our uh, legion of super sponsors uh, for supporting the Supergirl Radio Patreon. These people are Michael, Sam, Anne Marie, Yvonne, Quinn, Nicola, Leslie, Abby, Ermgard, Miriam, Nicole, Lizeth, Faith, Brian, and Ethan. If you would like to become a Supergirl Radio Patreon supporter, you can go to patreon.com slash supergirlradio. And uh, I guess uh, we're, we're doing this kind of backwards. So this is unfamiliar territory. Usually we do the news up front, but because we were talking to Joe, we wanted to uh, get Joe uh, up top of the episode. So now uh, we have a few things that we need to talk about in terms of uh, Supergirl related news. So uh, now I think we maybe should get to the news. 
Earth Prime number one, uh, featuring the CW's Batwoman, is now in comic book shops and on digital platforms. So the description for this issue reads, Ryan Wilder, a.k.a. Batwoman, makes her costume comic book debut in a story co-written by series writers Natalie Abrams and Kelly Larson, uh, plus series uh, cast member Cameris Johnson, who is Luke Fox slash Batwing, uh, with art by Clayton Henry. Um, ever since the tech that created many of Batman's rogues hit the streets, Ryan Wilder has been running herself rag trying to contain the new villains popping up around Gotham City. But when Clay faces making his CW debut, Mud <laughs> <laughs> binds itself to a local high schooler. Batwoman will need help from an unexpected source to contain this muddy foe. Also, follow how Luke Fox balances his life as a superhero and a boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> um, so maybe the unexpected source, I don't know. Could it be Lena Luther? <laughs> I mean, perhaps, perhaps, uh, mayhaps. It, it, no, it was Lena Luther. No spoilers in this issue, but we can, I think, mention that Lena Luther is in the issue. So, if you want to see uh, Katie McGrath, or, or I should say, uh, if you want to see a Lena Luther based upon, I think, the likeness of Katie McGrath and the Supergirl TV show version of Lena. Uh, you can uh, pick up Earth Prime Batwoman, I believe, number one. Uh, yeah, to and, and I'm just going to hop in here. I'm going to quickly boardroom or ballroom this Lena Luther. <laughs> oh, uh, please do. <laughs> uh, well, actually, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Thank you. All right, Thank you. Uh, all right, give me a second. And now, Lena Luther, boardroom or ballroom? This is a Lena Luther who means business. This is <laughs> This is head business boss Lena Luther. She's coming in here. Because she's going uh, for business reasons, maybe. Uh, but she's uh, she's also she's also good with advice, and you can tell that because she's come correct. So she's got like a three piece suit. Uh, she's like, no, two pieces will not do for me, <laughs> Lena Luther. Uh, three pieces or bust. Uh, she's got a tie. So she's like, you know what? This was a great look in the eighties, uh, and this is a great look now. It's a great look. Anytime. This is a classic. <laughs> and and it's also, it's not quite Luther, Luther purple because she's turned a, a new page in her, in mm. her life book. She, she's like, no, I am. It's, it's me from the Lena Luther foundation. Now um, I, I'm doing other stuff. I'm not taking over as many minds. Um, <laughs> And so this is this is this is me. This is the more laid back business me. And so it's kind of a it's kind of a pinky, a pinkish, I would say, would you mm -hmm. say? Yeah, um, yeah. It's not it's not quite a deep purple. It is yeah, there's more there's of a, some a pink. There's some purple tones to it, but it's more pink. <laughs> and it made me think, like, I don't know that we saw Lena Luther and a lot of pink on the show, but I feel like it would be a great color for Katie McGraw's like vibe like i think that pink would work really well on her and then i spent like a lot of time being like why didn't they put her in anything <laughs> and then i went down like i was like oh wait i'm supposed to be reading this for like the content uh, <laughs> not for 
words of fashion. Uh, but anyway, so she looks great the whole time. If you're like, I can't wait to see Lena in comic book form. And you're wa- wondering, will she be showing up in boardroom or will she be showing up in ballroom? It is strictly boardroom that she shows up in. So I just want you to set your expectations accordingly. And this has been Lena Luther, boardroom or ballroom. Now, Rebecca, did you read the comic? So I did, um, uh, because uh, we did get several messages uh, to the Supergirl Radio account, Uh, even just right before we went live uh, on YouTube and Facebook, uh, got a message from a couple of people saying, uh, uh, is Supergirl Radio going to cover it? Uh, So I think we probably will. It seems like there's demand for it. And it is people, the people requested. (laughs) It is related to the show, which is our primary thing that we cover here. Um, So I think we probably should, if that's okay with you. Uh, So we'll, we'll talk about uh, the actual content of the issue. There's a, there's a development about the Lena Luther foundation. That was, we we get some clues about what it is, which I'm going to be honest, just the spoiler spoil or teaser for us covering it. I'm a little disappointed. It's not a witch's summer camp. I witch for a summer. (laughs) I really, I had my heart set on it. And now (laughs) will I ever be the same? No. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, maybe we will cover that issue uh, in the near future. Possibly Uh, can't determine which, uh, which, date that will be happening uh we'll have to look at our schedule and see where we can fit it in but that will probably be happening at some point uh let's see and we also have some supergirl cast news that we should probably talk about i i kind of don't want to talk about every project that the actors are (laughs) in like every time they get a new role but maybe since, you know, it's uh, it's after the show's ended and people want to know where they can find some of the cast, this is probably still a good time to do it. So uh, let's get an update on Floriana Lima. Uh, in uh, Supergirl cast news, according to Deadline.com, Floriana Lima, who played Mar- Maggie Sawyer on the CW Supergirl TV series, is set to be one of the leads of Blank Slate, a drama pilot from NBC. Blank Slate draws some parallels to long, long-running NBC series The Blacklist uh, in Blank Slate. Special Agent Alexander McCoy, which is a, a pretty great name, played by <laughs> actor Matt Pasmore, is a legend in law enforcement. The agent we all hope is out there. The agent we'd all like to be. The only issue is he doesn't actually exist. He's a ghost. A phantom. So what <laughs> happens when a man claiming to be Alexander McCoy walks through the door with all of his skills and knowledge, but with an but with an agenda nobody will see coming. So that's what uh blank slate can uh, I just Florian's say new drama is about. Can I just say that it warms my heart that Veronica, the description writer, has found another job. Uh, <laughs> you think that's her? That might I be her. I think it's Veronica because it, it has it has that little it has her voice to it. It has that yeah. voice. Uh, Veronica, is that you? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what this thing is about, but she intrigued me. The agent we all would want to be. I don't even want to be an agent, but now she's got me going. I guess I would want to be like this guy, a ghost, a <laughs> phantom. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it's it's interesting. NBC seems to do a lot of shows based on the idea of the blacklist because there was uh, I can't remember what it was called, but uh, there was a new show with Marina Baccarin 
where they yeah. were like, oh, this is kind of like the blacklist. So NBC they were like, basically you know just really made shows like the blacklist. the blacklist. Could we just kind of make that show 10 times and no one will notice? <laughs> Yes, we are NBC. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Floriana Lima is, uh, uh, I, I don't know when they start shooting that. Maybe they already have, but it seems like that's a pilot uh, that will, uh, I guess, be determined whether or not it goes to series or not. So I'm I'm now intrigued enough to be like, maybe we should do at some point if this ever goes on <gasps> a air, pilot pod, a pilot pod for Blake Slate. <laughs> Because I'll be honest, having read that description beautifully written by Veronica, <laughs> I could not tell you what that show is about. I Not even if my life was in danger could I tell you what that show is. So I kind of just want to know now. Like they, they've got, they've hooked me. I don't, <laughs> what do you mean he's a ghost? What do you mean he's not real? Did they, did they make up an agent that they told all the other agents about? They were like... They're like, like you do for a small child when you want them to eat their <laughs> supper where they're like, well, you know, you know, who would never mess up this mission? Uh, Agent Alexander McCoy. <laughs> he is out there doing the he's the agent you want to be that you wish you could be. And then like one day he, he comes in and like everybody's like, oh, my God, we've been making up this guy this whole time. But there he is. As amazing as we've said. He like comes in like riding a like a, a white horse. He flips his hair back. <laughs> I want that show to be about the guys who made up Alexander McCoy. Like I want them to be like the main cast. <laughs> I just they imagine it's like everybody's in agent school and somebody messed up and and somebody and the teacher walks up to him and he goes, You're no McCoy. <laughs> with like disgust and he walks away and then he like just goes into the teacher's lounge and they were like you're right that McCoy thing works great <laughs> <laughs> like what is that what the show is we could do that we could do pilot pods of all the new shows that the cast uh join that's that true maybe Okay, we can well, I'm already, a, I'm already excited about Katie McGraw, John Wick, so <laughs> and Melissa Benoist's uh, bus show. Oh, that's right, buses. the the non Pan Am bus show. <laughs> <laughs> I, yes, that's that's all I remember of our conversation. You just uh, yeah, you got to get on those buses and do do that kind of stuff on there. Yeah. <laughs> the writing, I think, I think she was a yeah, I think she's going to be a journalist of some kind. Yes, I think so. Yes, <laughs> riding on the bus. Uh, so yeah, we will maybe consider doing some pilot pods. I think that would be really. <laughs> I think now we might we might just become like Alexander McCoy radio. I think I think so. I think so <laughs> too. It's like, uh, why did they? Why did they make a whole podcast about Alexander McCoy? It's like, is he even real? <laughs> We we start like our own conspiracy podcast. It's all about <laughs> Alexander McCoy, whether or not he's real. <laughs> we we're the official tie-in podcast for, <laughs> for this show that may or may not ever get picked up. <laughs> I actually really like that idea. We should do <laughs> that. Let, let, let's take this offline and pitch it to NBC. <laughs> <laughs> okay so that is what uh floriana lima is up to so if you want to uh catch that make sure to uh, uh be like us and uh, keep your eyes peeled for blank slate is that a google news alert for alexander <laughs> mccoy <laughs>
I'm I'm into it. I think I think we should watch it. We're going to solve this mystery. I, I believe in us. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess we should talk about our uh, personal plugs and where people can, can find us in the meantime. So you can find me on the uh, social media platform Vero at Derby Kid. I am also on Instagram at the Derby Kid. And you can find me on YouTube at my personal YouTube channel, youtube.com slash duckmilkprod, where I'm currently doing a series on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, where I read through Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice reviews written by the top critics of Rotten Tomatoes. They're all negative. They're all rotten reviews. And uh, they're not very good. But... Uh, we talk about art criticism and how to review something, and I think it's a beneficial if you're interested in that kind of thing. And I'm actually, I think I counted it up the other day. I think I have something like 24 out of 38 finished. Whoa. So I still have a lot to go. <laughs> so if you want to join me with the, the live stream format on Sunday nights at 9 p.m. Eastern, uh, there's still quite a bit of Batman v Superman to go through. Uh, so if you're into that kind of thing, uh, feel free to join me. And you can find me on uh, Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Mojotastic. If you want to see me pondering about Alexander McCoy, I'm going to be spending a lot of time on Twitter doing that, I think, for the near future. Uh, you wait, can wait what's, what, what's the hashtag for that? Is there? Oh, my God. Like, hashtag who, who, who is Alexander McCoy or something? I think, that, I think too that's too long. It, it might be too long. Uh, <laughs> um. I don't know. We're going to have to, we're, we're going to have, have to workshop wa- that. We're going to workshop that. We're going to workshop that hashtag because I'm going to be using it extensively. <laughs> I'm going to be the only person on NBC's radar <laughs> talking, talking about Just this show. Tag, it, tag NBC in all of your posts. <laughs> I'm going to become the official influencer for. <laughs> Can we get Alex- somebody to draw like a, like a, like a, um, a sketch of what else? <laughs> Uh, I will draw a sketch of what I think Alexander McCoy will look like, but it'll be like just a smiley face with like two strands of hair. I'm imagining. Have you ever seen that news story? Um, the the guys who used to do the the auto tune the news on YouTube. They, they, oh yeah, they did a they did a video about it, but it was a news story in Mobile, Alabama, where it was like St. Patrick's Day, maybe, maybe, uh, and they they were like interviewing these people who thought they saw a leprechaun. Oh, yes, it's one of the best. It's one and of the best when, and when you time. see the when you see the sketch of what the leprechaun looked like, it's just like a, like two eyes and a hat. Wait, 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 let me see if I can find it. This is really important. It's that we find so this. good. It's so so good. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, that is what I'm going to be doing. But that's for that's, that's what I imagined that the Alexander McCoy. <laughs> Let's see if I can find it here. They're like, uh, what did he? Yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> it's just two eyes and a hat. <laughs> amateur sketch. That's what it's going to be <laughs> for my for my amateur sketch of Alexander McCoy. Uh, you can, and then I think you need to make that. Ske- I'm going to do it. I'm I think do- you need to make that sketch your profile. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, I, I may be committing too hard to this bit, but I think <laughs> everyone's going to enjoy it so much. <laughs> it's only going to be us that care about this. I'm bringing up Alexander McCoy probably in every uh, <laughs> subsequent episode, so get ready. 
<laughs> my sketch will like slowly over time get more and more detailed until it's like beautiful, like something you'd see in the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> Just like more and more round <laughs> smiley faces. So I'm anyway, excited. so you're yeah. going to want to tune in for that. And then also... <laughs> I'm a co-host on Legends on the Legends of Tomorrow podcast where I think I can get some McCoy content in there as well if I <laughs> if I really work hard. And then also DC TV after dark. So uh on Legends, I believe we are recording actually we're recording an episode about the Earth Prime number one pretty soon and also doing our fan feedback um episode. We planned to do it last time, but our our last episode ran really long and we're like, I don't know if anyone listens, one wants to listen to like a four hour podcast episode, uh, only if it was about Alexander McCoy, which I was at that point say, it was not. It, it was not. It you know, I hadn't I hadn't discovered this new obsession in my life. <laughs> and so <laughs> the next one will be obviously. Okay, good, good, good. Good. I'm committed. I'm committed. Uh, <laughs> that's where you can find me. Well, that sounds good. I am looking forward to the Alexander McCoy uh, television universe uh, to see where he might show up uh, <laughs> next. All right. Well, I think uh, that is going to do it for this episode of Supergirl Radio. A real, a real uh, diverse uh, yeah, set I of think topics. We uh, got all over the place. It really covered a wide swath of television uh, for for everybody. So hopefully, everybody enjoyed that. I think that's going to do it for this episode of Supergirl Radio. But until next time, I'm still Rebecca Johnson. And I'm still Morgan Glennon. And we hope you'll bid on something in the Cancer Gets Lost charity auction. McGurk! I Do love typing. Do not mess with my Google Docs, Meeksy. Supergirl Radio is going live every night of the week. How do you like it? It's becoming a human burrito, a plus or a minus. I don't know. It does seem snug. I mean, they say you are what you eat. Kira. I love that. So I do a podcast called Supergirl Radio, and one of our segments is Lena Luther Boardroom or Ballroom. Because really? She looks like a boss in this show. Nasty Luther, like a different Luther. It's not just Lena being mean. No. <laughs> Helen Slater here. So fun to know that you're hosting a podcast called Supergirl Radio. 